This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout. There's a way to Dirty Mac without directly Dirty Mac. You describe the nigga she's talking about and be like, man, I could never be that type of nigga. <laughs> works every time. It works every time. It's dirty Mac and this shit. But it's like that's like yeah. the, the, the basic play dirty Mac. Like that it's subvert. Like <laughs> it's it's like committing a crime with gloves on. You keep your hands clean, but you did that shit. Hey, if a glove don't fit, you must have quit. You feel me? <laughs> like, <laughs> New Simpsons. Fucking pack off of the porch or break a pound down. Get the scrap if it happen to blow, it makes a round sounds. Pussy cat on my lap, push it back and go to town. Now I'm putting rap on my back and I'm black and snatching crowns. I they came back around like a nigga selling cracking pounds. I got a bag now, but it's nothing to brag about. Gun blast in the background, I'm a black man with the bloodhounds. Mac 10 making love sounds to a bad chick, she from uptown. Over from down south, I really love that song. We can fuck around. Get the music, baby, cut it down. And I'm she did the sample justice, you know? And he, he was snapping. He, J, J, I, D, however you want to, whoever you want to. Yeah, I don't know the problem. I just say J, I, D. Yeah, I say J, I, D. Um, if people ask me what is the, what gives me hope for 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 rap, for hip hop, he wanted one of them. <laughs> like, whoo! Okay. At least one of the kids Dreamville. was listening. <laughs> at least one of the He's kids. He's on Dreamville, ain't he? hundred percent. Dreamville got a strong team. All of them may not be mainstream like that, but if you listen to them cast, all of them niggas could rap, like rap, rap. A hundred percent. Bro, they, it's them. Um, there's, a, there's a duo out of Atlanta that I really fuck with from Dreamville. No, when you listen to their music, you can tell, you can hear the outcast influence. I think I played one of their songs on the pod as an intro once or as a... Or as a... Uh, as one of your vibes? Vibes. Um, hmm. I can't remember the name right now. Damn. But y'all can see, I'm a little, y'all can hear I'm a little nasally. It's very flu game-ish right now. Um, allergies whooping my ass, but we had already taken a week off and everything. But the reason I played that J.I.D. song is because I really enjoyed the challenge that has gone along with it. Have you seen the challenge? Nah. So what happens, and take your time later on before you go back okay. upstairs to your, to your family. So the challenge is people go up and they tape the I have okay, seen okay, it. okay. They go up, and they tape the <laughs> they tape their phones to the roof and it points down. And people, I mean, preferably women, for me. Um <laughs> no just for clarity. Um pointing down. And then, you know, when that beat drop, they 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 do their thing to it. If you if you unfamiliar, go look it up. The song is called JID Surround Sound. Just type it in, find the sound, and I'm sure you'll find a slew of things to scroll through. So, uh, yeah, I really appreciated it coming back into the into the fold because I 
the song came out like a year ago, and I was fucking with it when I listened to the album, but to see what it's transformed into. That's one thing that's dope about social media. It it often breathes life into old songs. You saw what it did for Chris that Brown? Probably, which song? Which song of his? Um, he had that song, uh, fucking Robitussin. Like that song was three years old. Oh, that was an old, right, right, <laughs> when right. That shit, that nigga re-released it and made some more money. Like, yeah, it does wonders. That shit came out on Indigo and like pre pre pandemic. Yeah, you told me because when I brought the song up to you, you gave me one of them looks like nigga. I've been on this. What you <laughs> talking about? T- That's why I don't like bringing up music. I'd be like, damn, Marvin. <laughs> Like, does he know about this already? And then I bring it up, I'd be all excited, like, yo, you heard this? And it's like, nigga, I was in the studio when he made it. And I'd be like, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had someone send me a song. And I at one thing, at one point, I'm like, hey, so you think this is about us? Like, like, what do you, why you sent me this? This song old. <laughs> and they was like, wait, 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 wait. Because wait. I didn't understand the context of what? you sending me the song. They just sent the song with no context, right? So I'm like... That is a harsh response. I'm, you think this is about yeah, us? Like, I hope it wasn't no love song. No, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it was just... It, oh, okay. It was just one of them songs where you're like, is this... What do you... Because in my brain, I'm like, <laughs> this song is old. You can't be sending this to me. You must... This must relate to, you know, the relationship or, or like how we, how we connect to each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, you're trying to find a meaning behind yeah, it. Yeah, they just, I didn't, you know, the connections weren't happening. Was it a positive song or like a negative song? It wasn't positive or negative per se, but it wasn't like, it would have been negative. Did it it would have been a... negative in the situation. That's why I was like, oh, I don't, oh, I don't understand okay. why you sent me this. Okay, it was just okay. random. For a minute. It was just like out of the blue random. <laughs> like, bloop, and we're in the middle of a conversation okay, about something totally different. Where did this come up? Because when you first said it, what I picture is somebody sending you a, a like a love song, and then you asking them like, "Wait, you think this? You think this is about us?" Like, <laughs> oh, that is that's a very harsh way to reject somebody. Bad mistake. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I appreciate all the all the IG baddies for uh, for taking the time out with the GID, giving it a real surround sound vibe. Um, you know what? Quick aside, and then we could get started. You know what I don't like? You know the quickest way to remove yourself from the Diamond nominees? Like, the quickest way to do that is... Post your boyfriend? Nigga. Nigga, that's it. (laughs) Ain't nobody on here to see you happy? I don't want to see that. (laughs) Get that nigga out of here. Why are you, first of all, who cares? Nobody asked. Nobody asked about him. I'm guessing one of your uh, top five posted a boyfriend. What I don't like is, or or what they started doing, because I think they've been noticing not to post him directly. So he'll be in the slide somewhere. So like, I want to like the main picture that's in the front, but by slide five, y'all holding hands and kissing. Nah, see, you tried me. You think you slick. Unfollow. I don't play that shit. When I see stuff like that, especially if she get like, if her page is just her being a model or whatever, and then all of a sudden he randomly appears, I think it's him telling her like, damn, you don't post a nigga, you posting all these half naked pictures or whatever, whatever, like show the world that I exist and now she's obligated Insecure to Insecure ass niggas. No, fuck that. I, I'm not rewarding him <laughs> by staying a follower of you. So I'm unfollowing you completely. 
I bet I bet you're not the only one. They probably get mad as shit when that happened. Like, damn, I had a hundred thousand followers. Now I got eighty-seven. No, you know, you know, they, you of course they get mad. That's why they don't put it in the front picture no more. They put it in like slide number four, number five. <laughs> so like now I I liked it, but then when I keep sliding, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take my light back. Nope, <laughs> unfollow. Unfollow. That don't, I don't even wait. I don't even wait for the purge for the end of the quarter for the purge. You are unfollowed immediately. Get off. Get off. You snatched the light back like T.I. snatched that chain off of Nunu? Snatch that shit. Dead-ass chain. Fuck out of here. Fuck. In the other way? The other way? She was rich. She didn't even need that yeah, thin-ass chain. Her. It was from him. And that shit, that shit meant something to Nunu. <laughs> it did. It meant something to Nunu. Um, the other way is to post your pregnancy. Post twerk videos. No. Oh, I was about to say post twerk videos with your kids in the background. No. Nah. I got good tunnel vision. I don't vision. like that. I got good tunnel vision. I don't. <laughs> oh, so you got tunnel vision with the kids, but no, no tunnel I don't need vision to see with him. the nigga. I, like, I don't, I don't see him. I'll judge you, but don't shake that ass. <laughs> <laughs> At least you understand what we're here for. Now, I don't follow any people who twerk with their kids in the room. I think that's weird. But once you start posting maternity, like when you hit me with the little maternity photo, unfollow. Yeah. Unfollow. Because I had already noticed your content been lacking, and this is why. And now that that is that you establish what it is, let me go ahead and get up off of here. Because your content going to be weak for the next few months. Because you can always tell when they start posting them old vacation pics, the take me back. Oh, yeah. Wish I was here. It's like you was in Cabo like six months ago. That's probably when she got pregnant. Let's keep it a buck. <laughs> Nah, man. And I got to go ahead and get you up out of here. I'm going to get you up out of here because I don't want the algorithm to think I want to see pregnancy pictures or baby photos or nothing like that. Let me not fuck up my algorithm. That'll happen. Let me get you up out of here. That's exactly what's going to happen. That was like, oh, Marvin liking maternity pics? Because she'll hashtag it with, you know, coming soon or new edition or something. And it, it's going to catch that you like one of a picture with them hashtags and all of a sudden nope. your explore page going to be Fuck out of here. a whole bunch of these. No. Nope. You know, the picture with the cloth is blowing on the belly and all that. You going to, that's all you going to have. Or they, or her hand and oh. his hand and they doing a little heart. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> that little heart here. Man, get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> See that shit. I'm laughing because I think I did. You did. <laughs> now your now her neighbor a Audi. I don't want to see that uh-huh. shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody signed up for that shit. Oh man. But you was just in the hub. You was just in the hub for the baddies in the country. So, I mean, shit. No, no. Wait. We'll intro and then I'm gonna let you can talk. Yeah, I'm gonna let you talk your spiel. Um. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, right. and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, and that's Saint by blood, not Relay Shun. And I should yeah, not be Chase Son, he replay some. Hey, say it now. Go ahead. <laughs> and I should not be taken lightly. I missed a heavy topic. These hoes always tripping, and it's never tropic. <laughs> International Marv, that's the handle. Charles Flex Xavier, Deadman Beyond, Dion Slanders, Young Matches Malone, Petty Pendergrass, Flex Luthor, Pablo Flex Cabar, The Bandalorian, a.k.a. Bando, Anakin Flywalker, 
Blackerot, Poppy Cuffington, Scotty Drippin, Patrick Morehose, and He Who Complains. And the man to the right of me can only be. <laughs> I love the last one. That is so true. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> A.K.A. Nacho Man Candy Savage, the Slim Reaper, the Serial Killer, Applejack the Ripper, the Munch on Lunch, Lord of the Wings, Joppa in the Cut, the Wholesome Dude, Fat Boy Slim, It's Not a Dad Bod, It's a Father Figure, Grits and Gravy, Ron Swanson, Walter White Walker, Roy, 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 Roy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Hordor Doorstopper, Chief Queef, the King of Crump, Your Highness, Air Sore Man, mm. LeBrunch James, Chef Curry Chicken, Chill Jackson, the Slim Reaper, because I'm taking spirits under, we gonna get into that. Oof. The F and F and D, one half of this POD, he is I and I and him. It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Chop it up. Um, like I was saying, Frank was in the hub of the baddest women in the country. That I mean, honestly, that's apparently there's a factory down there just putting women together. Um, they, <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. There's a there's a blueprint to the women that come out of Houston. I don't know what it is. You know what it is. We know the, what the blueprint looks yeah, like. Well, I wish we could. I wish we could figure it out because... Oh, no, we can't <laughs> figure it out, but we we know it when we see it. Oh, no, it. when we see it, I almost automatically go look at your bio, Houston, Texas. Okay. Or to be... We done did it in the chat <laughs> when, when one of us posts something, and before we even click on the profile, one of us will say, she from Houston, huh? And then we click on it, Mom, and be like, I know it. Mom, you can just see it. She just built that way. It don't make no sense. Yeah. None. Ah. <sighs> But yeah. We both been traveling. I'll be real quick. No, nah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm not going to be too long-winded, but um, this past couple of weeks, well, last weekend and this past week I've been traveling. Last weekend was Friendsgiving uh, in Houston. Shout out to Val and Bernard at the uh, Juicy, Juicy Cup. Cup podcast. That's what's up. Val hosted a Friendsgiving. It was my first time even doing a Friendsgiving, and it was dope. Val, I mean, she pulled out all the stops, bro. She even sent us an itinerary of what the group was going to do. And then she also had, like, she created a flyer of what the group was going to do. And then she also had a section of, like, if you wanted to go off and do your own thing, what type of hot spots to hit up in, in Houston. Very thoughtful. It was dope. But we stuck with the group the whole time. Friday, we went to Turkey Leg Hut. Dope food. If you got a strong appetite, go there. They'll take care of you. Had a good time there. Afterwards, we went to... uh a happy hour spot, $5 mixed drinks. Dope. Say word. <laughs> Nigga. Say word. Five, bruh. Me and my wife had six drinks. That bill came back under ten, under $100. That is crazy. Some nigga that... Six drinks a piece? Yeah. Oh, we were drinking, drinking, bro. No, no, I could tell. We I saw the videos. I could tell. <laughs> bruh. I could barely see, I say, I could barely see your wife's eyes. Shoot. <laughs> I seen y'all was y'all you know was under some say? influence. Good time, good time, not a long time. Woo. Bruh, that was the whole vibe of the week. That's good time, not a long time. We was there. Some dude got drunk early. I mean, happy I was started at six. It's about seven. This nigga drunk. He tried to stand on the tables with the hook and shit, toppled the whole table. Hookahs <laughs> fell on him. Homeboys embarrassed. But that ain't that only killed the vibe for their group. The rest of us, we was we we kept partying. The rest of the the rest of the club was still doing their thing. Um, the next day, we did um, we did the Friendsgiving at Val's house, which was, it was awesome. We did karaoke. We played uh, a game that was, I forgot the name of the game. Basically, you play it in a group. You ask a question and uh, 
people just kind of chime in and give their opinions. But she had such a good crowd of people that was uh, people that was opinionated, but at the same time, they everybody fucked with each other. So it was it was something that was supposed to last probably like 15, 20 minutes. Man, that game lasted like three hours. We just kept going and going. And at one point, they even brought you up because one of the questions involved work wives and work husbands. It was like Marvin should have been here for this because they know we had an argument about that shit. I mean, uh, shout out to the listeners. Long story short. Much appreciated. They agree with me. Anyways. I'm sorry. Um, they agreed with you? Yes, they agree with me. Nigga, I be right sometimes. You just be around a lot of lame niggas. But go ahead. Continue. I hope y'all heard that. So They did. I said it in the mic. And I know they listening. Lame niggas. You an asshole. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Was that okay? A, just so we're clear. What more can you ask for? So the international asshole. <laughs> I've been wearing that badge since I was 17 years old. I'm not, I'm not. You're absolutely once right. Once Kanye, once Kanye was like, you know, me and Dame cool. We assholes. And I was like, you know what? Assholes are cool. Cause I love Dame. <laughs> now, that was before the breakup, but I understood it. The breakup showed how that's another topic. But anyways, yeah. um, my wife has a very loving way of throwing me like under a bus. So one of the questions involved her talking about when she went for her six-month, six-week checkup mm. after delivering one of our kids. And she was like, yeah, so, you know, after our six-week checkup, you know, Frank was asking me, like, yo, did the doctor clear you <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> trying to get back at it. Bruh, one of our friends, I think his name is Tay, shout out to him. He, he just blurted out loud, Frank wanted some ass. And everybody started laughing. And I'm like, He's not wrong. But he kept saying it and saying it. And like at every opportunity, he said, he said it so much that that became the running joke for the whole weekend. Frank wants some ass. They even told me, that was like, yo, if you don't put this on the shirt as y'all merch, we're going to do it. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to do it. Y'all going to buy it from us. So no reason for them to do it. No, 100%. That, that, and then you can put the munch on lunch in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm that too. No, no, no. I get it. You munch that ass. That's your thing. And yeah. I know not. You're making me seem like I'm some type of freak. No, no, no. Niggas eat ass. Maybe a little bit. Niggas eat ass. I'm not one of them niggas, but. Yet. I'm telling you, dog. You don't plan. Like Will Smith, daddy leaving his life. You think I wanted this? It just happened. happened. <laughs> hey, 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 let me tell you. <laughs> We watched it. That episode, that episode has impacted our lives. That's because we had no daddies. That episode impacted our lives so much. Bro, when I say we felt Will Smith, like, I don't think that was, that, like, he had to pull that, because Will Smith's daddy was in his life, but, dog, he had to pull that shit from somewhere. That wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to turn that switch on, because, dog, that shit came from here. I felt that shit like, why you don't want me no more, man? Like, He's told that story. Answer the question. Like he's told us, he had to. He's told that story about how James Avery like really, yeah, pushed him to that point. And he like when they were hugging, he whispered in his ear. Now that, he told them. Now that's now acting. that's acting. You doing that shit right now? Um, and then Sunday we did brunch. Literally every spot she took us to in Houston was live. Like we had a great time. I would say, whenever you get a chance, go to Houston. It's a vibe. Beautiful city. Great food. Great, great food. The food is Southern 
like Southern barbecue and stuff, but also Cajun and Latin influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a unique, great mix. But I know you travel too. How was your weekend, fam? Uh, the weekend was good, man. Um, went to Orlando for, for my friend's birthday. Got together. It, love, love. Because, you know, like when you go, you meet a bunch of new people. Everybody was good. We did, we did like performances. We performed uh, a Drew Hill song. You know, the one where you do the little... Look, tell, tell me what you yeah, want. We, yeah, we killed that. We killed that. Shout out, shout out to the squad. Um, we had a good time, man. Um, nice big Airbnb, you know, with the pool, the theater. You know how they do it up there, pool table. Um, well, you ain't got to leave the house. Yeah, honestly, honestly, we really stayed there most of the time. The only time we stepped out really was when we went to SeaWorld. And I was like, damn, I know Frank would have liked this shit because you know he liked water. Um, and water animals. Animals in general. Did you do the roller coaster? I don't play that. They got a roller coaster there that looked really cool. I think you're standing like on a surfboard mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. You did it? No, I don't believe in. <laughs> I think I've said this on the pod before. Um, I stopped getting on roller coasters at 18. I just feel like I had risked my life enough. And being black, being a black man every day, stepping out in the world, that's dangerous enough. Why test God? So y'all can play with God if y'all want to. <laughs> I don't necessarily have to. Therefore, no, nah, I didn't. I enjoyed the aquariums. I went and saw the penguins. <laughs> I went and saw Shamu's people. I don't believe Shamu was there anymore. I believe. It's an orca whale there. You just don't remember the name. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm not calling them orcas. Those are killer whales. Those things are fucking dangerous. <laughs> I don't care what anybody said. That shit is, <laughs> them shit is dangerous. But uh, That's one animal I will never fuck with. Never. No. Because they fuck with you. Like, them shits are smart as fuck. Absolutely. You ever seen the one? And then we're going to get started, y'all. But you ever seen the one where they all, where it's a seal on a on a, on a little oh, yeah. glacier, a little piece of ice? Do you and they all can recall together? the seal's face when they when the seal spotted them? Like, when the seal saw the orcas or the killer whales coming out? Did you see the look on his Panic. face? I've never seen an animal look so sad. Like, it knew. Like, damn, it's today. Is it? You ever seen a movie where the dope boy know he finna get killed and he's looking like, and he like why even try? Look, look, like they gonna get me? And he just he just get the little he just get his little his little one cigarette hooter. Because <laughs> he knows he get he, he knows. get his gun. He just hey, I'm at least try to take one or two of them out with me, but they gonna get me. That's what the seal looked <laughs> yeah. like. The seal looked. He was like, "Fuck, this it." I felt bad for this him. The one, yeah, this the day. But yeah, man, it it. Great time. Good drinks. Drinks was flowing. Food was flowing. Everybody, like, the food was amazing. Like, everybody cooked for each other. It was it was a good time. I really can't complain at all. Um, so, yeah, it was a great time. You went to Indianapolis. Let me just go ahead and get us there so that we could uh, push on from Travel Talk. But you went to Indianapolis for work. As have I. And I have documented how... I will never go back to that city unless I'm being absolutely paid to do so. But even then, if I could do a little turn and burn, like get there, go to whatever meeting I got to get to and then turn around and get back on a flight, that's what I would do. How was your, how was your experience in Indianapolis? Indianapolis, the city, it was, it was okay. Cause literally I was, I was doing work at the VA hospital. I went from my hotel to the VA hospital back to my hotel. I ain't trying to fuck with Indiana like that. 
from what I understand, the KKK was formed there and they got some shady pockets. I don't know where those pockets are. I ain't trying to find out the hard way. So I went where I knew it was safe. Go to work, go back home. Go to work, go back home. That was it. Now, I will say this, though. On everything I love, it's fuck spared airlines. Mm. On everything. Let me tell you about my last three spirit trips. A couple of weeks ago, I went to Raleigh, North Carolina. Motherfuckers delayed my flight three hours. Leaving Houston. They're supposed to close the gate 15 minutes before takeoff, right? And they and that then they they typically do a, a last call. Marvin Adams, the doors are closing. Frank Lewis Jr., the doors are closing. So you know, hey, if I'm in a bathroom, whatever, I need to hurry my ass over there. They closed the doors. It had to be no, no more than between 30 to 20 minutes early because me and my wife was in the area and the door was closed already. The sign said Fort Lauderdale. We just waiting for them to even announce like, yo, when does boarding start? Sign changed from Fort Lauderdale to Philadelphia. We like, yo, what happened? Oh, the plane took off already. Fuck you mean the plane took off already? We've been sitting here 30, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, well, sometimes we close the door early. Bitch, what you mean you close the door early? <laughs> and see, this is, how, this is how I knew they fucked up. Because when you fuck up, they tell you, like, oh, you got to buy a new ticket. She was like, oh, no problem. I'll just book you on the next one. No, 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 no. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Like, you tried us. Fast forward to yesterday. Wait, I'm trying to... F- Pause for a second. Did y'all get there late? No. We was there 45 minutes before the plane took off. So if the plane was taking off, I think our, our flight was supposed to be at, at like 5, 5 something a.m. We was there. Er- Literally, me and my wife got in the car to drive to the airport like at 3 in the morning <laughs> to make sure I could take the car to the... Real shit. To make sure I could take the car to the um, rental place. And then go through TSA because sometimes you don't know how fast the TSA line is. We did everything right. We got there on time. Never announced shit. So now yesterday, I get to the airport. I'm there on time. I go to try to check my bags. They like, uh, no, you can't check your bags now. You got to check your bags like, you know, a couple hours before the flight. Cool. I'm sitting down chilling. I We even spoke while I was chilling. I go back. Now it's about... An hour and a half before the plane take off. I see a long ass line. I don't know what the line for. And in my head, it's none of my business. I go in and check my bags. There's like, the flight to Fort Lauderdale has been canceled. Fuck you mean it's been canceled. So I said, all right, I'm not about to wait. They said it was canceled and they said, you got two, you got a couple options. You could get a refund or we could rebook you for another flight. The next flight to you know, Florida is going to be tomorrow or you could try to find a flight on another airlines. I was like, give me my fucking money back. I ain't fucking with y'all no more. So then I get in the line for the refund. While I'm in line for the refund, I'm booking another flight with Delta. Luckily, I was able to book another flight. Got them to refund me my money. Got my bags checked in the Delta. Same time. Everything went smooth with Delta. They checked my bags. They gave me almonds on the plane. They gave me some water. I watched John Wick. <laughs> I was good. Delta, don't do none of that shit. Delta, some hoes, everybody. 
from the janitor Delta to the homes? CEO. I mean, <laughs> spirit, my bad. I'm just angry. I'm saying the wrong name. Spirit, they some hoes. From the CEO to the janitor, everybody, all of them. If you wear black and yellow, <laughs> you a hoe too. All right, my bad. So you met at Wiz Khalifa, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> all them niggas. All them niggas. Ay, ay, ay. Everybody. I, look, you know how I feel about Liberty it. Liberty City Warriors, everybody. Damn. When I say they pissed me, nigga, I ain't get home till like 2 in the morning. I've been at the airport since... No, you was at the airport, man. 1. 1 p.m. Dog, try me, bro. I said, I ain't giving this company my money no more. And then people say it's cheaper. Nigga, it's not cheaper. It's flying a la carte. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Piecemeal. That's all y'all doing. Nigga, <laughs> if you want a seat on the plane, it's some money. If you want to bring a bag with you, it's some money. If you want water on the plane, it's some money. If you want... Nigga, if you blink twice, they're going to charge you. Like, dog, fuck is this? By the time you finish paying all them goddamn fees... You done, is you spent about the same money as you would have spent for a comfortable flight. Look, I know I'm speaking from privilege, but I've never flown Spirit. And don't. <laughs> I've never don't. flown Spirit. You, you, who I know has some privilege, choose to fly Spirit constantly. And I understand. What did I tell you yesterday? I said, hey, I know the CEO of your company. I can talk to him for you. Maybe he should upgrade you to give you a little better per diem. Oh, no. I'm, better travel I'm, expenses. I'm, I'm, bro. Nigga, the travel budget is increased, bro. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> nigga, JW's from now on, flying Delta from now on, even if it means a layover somewhere, it's worth it. I'm, hey, I'm gonna spend that little money. If you wanna get your food, airport, cool. You know, sit down at your little Chick fil A or whatever restaurant, get your little beer or something. It's all good. It's gonna get comped. Hey, just look, I mean, I hope he take care of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he got to. He got I to hope now. He take care of you, cause ain't no other way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I totally understand. You know, how I don't. I don't do the spirit. By all means, look. Like I said, I'll find. I'll. You know, I love me some Southwest. I love me some Delta. American would be my third. Uh. I've never flown JetBlue, but I'm not against flying JetBlue. You know what I'm saying? JetBlue is nice, actually. They're, they're spacious. They're, their seats are comfortable. But, yeah, you can't get me to get on a Spirit flight. And I know Val, who was there with all them other lame niggas that you was there with. Um, not lame niggas. There was nobody there that was y'all. lame. I'm messing with y'all. Y'all know, because I, I might come next year, so don't fight me. Um, <laughs> they'll fight you. Hey, chill out. You can be too busy having fun anyway. That's right. Frank wanted some booty. Um... Want some ass. Oh, want some ass. I got it. Jumped on my wife, too, when we got back to the All right. Sir. <laughs> it's well documented <laughs> that you find your wife attractive. It's documented. Three kids deep. You love your wife so much, you say, hey, cut my dick off. I don't want to have no more kids. I just want to <laughs> keep fucking her. And that's fine. I love that for you. <laughs> I love that for you. That is a very abrasive way to describe a vasectomy. Jesus Christ. You, but you did it, and I'm so proud of you. I appreciate it. I want that for you. It, it was an awkward experience because there was like four people in the room, and three of them were students just staring at my junk. Did I go into detail and tell you how no. it happened? And you won't. 
I was about to no, tell no, you no, right no. now. <laughs> you won't. Okay. We've talked about it. wasn't that bad, though. I don't give. It's just awkward. I don't give <laughs> a fuck. Okay. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> Let it be. I love getting somebody pregnant. Speaking of pregnancies, Summer Walker is back with Lil Meech, and she's announced that she's pregnant. I mean, congratulations. It's hard to feel happy for somebody who, who announced a pregnancy when you know they're not in the best relationship for them. <laughs> you know? Like, why? Why, why? why is that not a good relationship? I mean, didn't they just have like a public breakup over some he was shit? Getting, he, was just helping, he was just helping his cousin with the groceries, bro. I don't know what hey, you're talking about. <laughs> that ain't none of my business. I'm just saying. The shit public is one of those things where it's like, should I be happy for you? Because clearly some months ago, you wasn't happy with dude. And then, I don't know. I want to be happy for you, but are you even good? Like, are you good? You want to be happy, but are you really, though? I mean, we all know the girl who broke up with dude, but then found out she was pregnant, and then they was like, well, we don't try to, you know, we just trying to put the family, we're trying to keep the family together. I want my kid to grow up in a happy home and da-da-da-da-da-da. Right. You're absolutely right. Now, let me ask you this. How many of those people go on to have a healthy relationship? Not many. <laughs> Not many. Not many at all. And that's okay. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. Let them young kids, they young. Let them try. I think Lil Meech like 25, 23, 25, something like that. Something like that. Let them try. I mean, we all had to go through some things. We all made mistakes. This may be number four for summer. So, baby, number what? four. So, peace, love, congratulations. I'm, I'm not. I didn't even know she had. Remember, she had the kids. first child, and then she had twins recently. Oh, uh, I, I knew she had a baby with London on the track. I didn't right. know. Right, and then remember, she had, she had started dating the little the random dude, Larry. Remember, she got Larry across her. Yeah, they have a set of they have a set of twins, and now she has another one on the way. So four babies, three baby daddies. You had to do that. You had to do that. I. You had to I say was it like just that. Doing the math. You had to say it like that. How? Okay, let's rewind <laughs> it. How? How would you say it? I wouldn't have said it because you didn't have to say it. <laughs> I laid out a timeline. Okay. That was it. <laughs> You caused attention to some. Now that could have that that let people live their life. I actually honest, honestly, I don't mind. You can have as many as long as your kids are well taken care of and they're loved by all their parents. I actually don't care. Do your thing. We can't we can't talk shit. Our papas were we rolling cannot. stones. It is what it is. No, but see, we can talk shit, right? Because we've been those kids in those situations. Sometimes it ain't enough love to go around. What did I say, though? As long as the kids feel loved <laughs> by both of their parents, it don't matter. So, I mean, like I said, sometimes it ain't We got love from my mom, of course. But we joke all the time. Like, there's, there's one half of that equation that was always missing. And then when it was present, it was like, it ain't know what the fucking to do. Like, you want to watch some football? Nigga, I ain't see you since '88. Like, like, what do we do like now? We need to catch up on some things. <laughs> I ride bikes now, <laughs> nigga. Our conversations 
I remember I had one conversation with my with my father. It was like I didn't know what to really talk to him about because he was incarcerated. So it was like, "Oh, daddy, did you have friends in jail?" Like I was young, I didn't know no better. It's like, really, friends in jail? <laughs> in hindsight, probably wasn't the best question. How old were you? It was <laughs> shit. I was what thirteen or something like that. It's like. Yeah, you you didn't. Oh, you didn't man. have the words. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't have the words. I didn't have the words. I didn't know. This is one day your daddy's over the phone every once in a blue, and then another is like, "All right, he here. I right, I got a daddy. What I'm supposed to do with a daddy now? Like, how do I talk to this? I person? don't know if you're willing to share, but why your dad was in jail for so long? You don't got to talk about drug trafficking. Oh, I don't, dude. I talked about a bunch of personal shit on. This no, we both, I can tell you. we both do. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like... Yeah, double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> he wouldn't have been out of jail if it was... That. Well, no, no, no. No, by now, he, been, he was in I jail a long back. time. He was in jail a long time. And it also, it depends on who you kill. Like, if you kill, like, another dope boy, you get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give a fuck about black yeah, you ca- yeah, if you kill about a nigga that nobody really care about, you get out. You kill a celebrity, you kill a white woman, you kill a cop, you gonna go away for a long time. That's why it's so amazing that OJ is out here walking around. And then killed two white people. He did, though. <laughs> that's, that's why he's still... You know what it is? That's why he's still like this thing people still talk about. Because it's like, how did he do it? <laughs> like, how did you get yeah, away it, with that? It, 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 ain't, it ain't that you killed the person. Because we let's, if we going to be a real, real, we all know some killers. Whether you knew that person yeah, actually killed or not, know, you know a killer know personally. A killer. And 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 you may not know who he killed, but we all know somebody like I know you killed somebody. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like we ain't never talked about it, but I I in your in your body language in who you are, I know you killed somebody. It's just something very dangerous about you, and I get it. I ain't finna try to test you. I get it. Like you know what I mean? And it's like OJ, we know like you were kind of sloppy, sir. Like we we know you killed a white woman and a white man. Like. Off the white woman alone, you're supposed to be facing the death penalty. And you walked away? You got off off the glove don't fit. They must have quit. Like, that got you off? Nigga. And then you went ahead and fucked it up trying to steal old footballs. <laughs> old memorabilia that, in that Vegas. That was his, like, though. Bruh. That was his, though. That was his. That was his. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You wasn't in possession of it. I, you see, that's the thing. He thought he was untouchable. Like, nigga, I killed a white woman and I'm still walking around barefaced. Like, can't nobody touch me. Give me these old footballs that I ran with in 1983. Locked his ass up. With a quickness. But back to back to summer. It man, look, I like I said, I ain't ain't no, I wish her nothing but happiness, health for that baby. I hope her and little Meech work out. I honestly do. It's been the block season. See, that, that, it's been the block season. Look, you've seen it. Like, you've seen uh, what's her name, Birdman and 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 Tony Braxton Tony. are back. Jermaine Dupree and and Janet Jackson. Not Janet. Yes, really. Nigga, the, the part, the last party, I the party where I seen Nelly and Ashanti together. Jermaine Dupree and Janet Jackson in the background. Oh shit! Did not know that. Nigga, dog. You know I like them as a couple. I did. You know. He probably did, he, you know, he said he did some fuck shit, and it's all right. I don't know how the Janet J- Janet Jackson. She's still fine too. 
You know, I seen you know, I seen her, I seen her too long ago. <laughs> Remember, I saw her in Vegas. Yeah, her residency. Yes, right. No, no, she was on tour. Um. Oh, that was, it wasn't a residency. No, she was on yeah, tour. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Miss Jackson, yeah, right. Nasty. Um. And Nelly, I Nelly ain't stopped smiling in the last six months. I ain't, nigga, you see all thirty-two teeth, veneers and all. Like that, nigga. That nigga is happy to have a Shanti back. <laughs> happy. So you know the last, the <laughs> the last woman he was with publicly was uh, Miss Jackson. I think her name was right. She was with Floyd, right? Um, they show a picture of Nelly with this woman, and he didn't look the happiest. Then they show a picture of Nelly with Ashanti, and somebody wrote under the picture, "Ghost with Tasha, Ghost with Andy." <laughs> <laughs> but that's really how it was. That's really yeah. how it was. It's it. I, I get it. It's it's like I said. It's been the block season. You know, the weather's getting a little cooler. We're getting a lot more gloomier days. If you can't cuff you a new joint. Why not go on back to your little best eater? You know what I'm saying? Why not go on back to where sometimes, sometimes the old one that that it feels like home. See, this is what happens when people think the grass be greener, because y'all be on social media and y'all see all this bullshit that's out there. And you just like, you know what? I ain't trying to settle down. I'm trying to see what's out there. Then you get out there and you realize, nigga, the dating pool got pee in it. That shit ain't all what it's cracked up to be. No, that grass is dead. They just spray painted it green. That it ain't greener. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't greener. It ain't. it ain't. Now you looking back, like, you know what? I want that old thing back. I out of all the couples we did name though, I would say Ashanti and they're each other's person. I hope Them so. Them motherfuckers look so happy together. I hope, I hope, I hope so. Cause no, you, you when you get back with your ex, right? It's a certain level of familiarity with it. It's a certain level of we know what each other like. And we should have learned from the mistakes because we definitely know what each other don't like because we broke up, right? Right. You don't got to relearn each other's routine. Hey, I know, hey, you know what I'm saying? I know she like riding faces. Do your thing, baby girl. (laughs) 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 She do that little thing when she hold my balls and do... You know, what if she come back with a more than a few new tricks? I can't tell that money's got you working. Got you. Look, look. <laughs> You've been practicing <laughs> for me. And girl, you look good when you back that ass up. You a fine motherfucker once you back that ass up. <laughs> Drake, look, I might not have loved a new album. But he said something there, okay? <laughs> if you've been practicing, do your thing. What do you, what do you, why, why would I be mad that she went out and learned something new? Hey, you know how some niggas are. Start to ask questions they really don't want to hear the answer to. So the whole, exactly. especially if we've been apart for some years, I can't judge you for living life. I can't. Don't ask what happened during that break. I mean, if you're going to ask, ask her what happened with family. Ask what happened professionally. Do not ask any personal question who you've been fucking with or anything that relates to, to me, that. That's, Nigga, you're going to get your feelings To me, hurt. that's lame in a new relationship. Regard, like, to me, that's lame in any relationship. Like, I, I don't care. The only time I should know Absolutely. that you slept with somebody is if you got a kid. Because now there's evidence and proof that you was out there fucking. Other than that, I don't care. Long as your... 
past don't creep them and try to bring me issues, I'm good. Because I'm not going to ask you about it. But I don't know if somebody asks me, oh, you messing with such and such? Now nah, I got a problem. Who is this strange nigga asking me questions? Like, hey. <laughs> you got a story for me? No, uh, you saw it, right? You saw it in my face? <laughs> um, <laughs> off part. Um, <laughs> nah, because you know people walk up to you. People walk up to you. <laughs> and they be like, hey, you mess with such? You mess with so-and-so? And you like... Like, nigga, I don't even know you. Like, You know, like, you ever go to... A, <laughs> I'm going to pick a scenario and then we'll walk up. You ever go to a party, right? And you see somebody... Like, you see people... And you see somebody looking at you like you look familiar to him, but you don't quite know who that person is. They're staring at it's like it's, they're staring at you, but it's, it's not, not like threatening one of those, where I gotta uh, where it, I gotta like make sure my it, shit is you know my, my buck the buckle off, right? You know what I'm saying? Just in case, you know like, I mean? yeah. It's enough for me to be like you seem to know me, and maybe I do know you from somewhere, or like we know but nothing's people, coming, but nothing's to coming me. to me. So I go about my business. I'm I'm having a good time, and so and so makes their way over to me. At the bar, he says, "What up?" And I, you know, typical. What's going on? I'm still at the bar trying to get my drink because I, bro, I don't know you. I don't know you from a can I of paint. You. <laughs> um, and oh, you used to go to Jackson. Da, da 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 da. Yeah, you went to the J. No, no, no. But I went to Alapala. Da, da da. I think your mom taught me. Okay, that's what's up. In my mind, okay, that's where you know me from. Cool. Conversation over. <laughs> cool. Cool. How your mom? <laughs> no, nah, she good. She good. She good, man. Well, tell her, tell her I said, hey, da da da. I said, I will. I ain't gonna lie to you though. My mom, unless you send me a picture of you, she she she'll she might remember your name, but she 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 it ain't gonna be much. But I'll tell her what's up. You didn't even have to do all that. You could have just said I'll tell my mom you said. No, nah, sometimes I'd be liking to tell y'all old students. My mom really don't remember y'all. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna. She remembers me. I'm gonna me. keep it G real. My mom only remembers either the kids that she brought into our home because <laughs> she's because she's a people hoarder, or or those those classes that she had for like blocks of time, like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, or mm. or people who were in me and my sister. In my cousin's vicinity, like the Franks, the Blondells, the the Miltons, you know what I'm saying? Like that group, the Clydes, and you know what I'm saying? Add, yeah, like that group yeah. of people who grew, we all grew up together, and like she can directly pinpoint me being in that situation. They probably could tell all the people yeah, around. That's my baby's friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're different. Yeah. Right. So like those, those, those are the people she really remembers. But my mom's been teaching. I've, I'm, my mom's been teaching for damn near almost 40 years. Do you understand how many kids have come through those classes? A lot. A whole lot. A whole lot. So, anyway, on the side, and he was like, so I go back to my, my homeboys sitting next to me. We at the bar. I started talking to him, and he hit me with a tap on the shoulder. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know me. I'm like... <laughs> So you know me. So I'm picturing your face the whole time. Because you talking to your homeboys, you turning your back to him, letting them know indirectly. Hey, this conversation, conversation over. Cool, I'm not man. trying to talk hey, to man. you no more. Hey, man, be good. <laughs> so I'm I'm back talking. He tapped me on my shoulder. And then I look at my homeboy with the... Why is this nigga this talking to me? still like, the fuck? <laughs> What's good, bro? Oh, no, nah, I, I was about to ask you. You still mess with so-and-so? <laughs> 
Who? <laughs> Mess? What are you talking about? Nah, nah. Because you know, my that's my homie's ex. Da, 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 da. Your homie's ex? Nigga, what are you doing right now? What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? I said, no, nah, we went to school together. I'm not giving you no extra information for you to go back. Yeah, and then I'm not going to say nothing to set you off because I don't know what you got on you. No, because at, at this point, I don't already... I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I don't already... <laughs> What's going on? What are we talking about? I mean, I don't want to do that, but I, I'm going to put my hand close. But you just never know. I don't know. know what the you world... I don't know. know what the world going through. So, nah. Right. And he like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, but you know... She cool, man. You know, if you with her, I think you a good dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Why the fuck are you over here, my nigga? Like, <laughs> the fuck are we doing? He's still talking, and I forgot he said something. Yeah, I think the the he was waiting for the bartender to. He was because he wanted them. Close out his tab or some shit. Nah, because he broke. He let me stop. <laughs> he wanted ear broke because he wanted niggas that don't have a tab. He paid. He paid for his drinks immediately. He was like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to pay. I'm just trying to pay for them, pay for my beer." I said, "You don't got a tab?" He's like, "Nah." I said, "Hey, dog, don't worry about it. I got you. Good looking up. Just get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Little six dollar beer, nigga. Go on with your Corona, my nigga." Asking about this homeboy girl. Fuck out of here. Know what happened? Homeboy found out the girl was dating some other nigga. You happen to be the other nigga. And then him volunteering information. Oh, I think I know him. Nigga happens to see you. Now he takes it upon himself to ask you about some shit. They ain't got nothing to do with him. Give a flying fuck. Get away from me. Like, what was the goal of that? Like, what did you expect to... Not you, but him... Like what did you, what did you expect to accomplish in that conversation? Absolutely nothing. What was gonna come out of it? Absolutely nothing. Anyway, fuck all that shit. <laughs> but it's been the block season, and I don't know, man. I ain't mad at it. Like I said, I love seeing the happiness. I'm not mad at it if it's people that you feel are like Nelly and Ashanti. They look happy together. Like you never heard any issue. Issues of him hitting her, him calling her out her, her name. You just heard that he wasn't ready to commit. You heard stories of her ready to get married, and Nelly was still trying to be Nelly. Oh, cool. You heard he hit no, her. No, no, no. But I mean, you seem to already be ready to move to the next topic. So I'm just we just gonna slide right in. Oh, Kiki Palmer. What's the next topic? <laughs> oh shit! Did you talk about physical assault? Like, for one, if you're unaware, I don't know how. But Kiki Palmer and her ex, we it's been chronicled. They've had some issues. Um, some is no, no, no. Like, let me let me just the issues that we were all aware of was the you a mom thing and him being kind of possessive, and we thought that was weird, but not weird enough that we thought he was putting hands on her. But it came out, uh, it came out earlier last week or late last week um, that. That he was putting... They were tussling. Yeah, he was putting his hands on her and everything. And Look, I've never seen... And I thought that was a record. And we'll get to the other thing that I think is a a (laughs) record-setting way to resolve some legal issues. But I just feel like the amount of information we were getting out of the Kiki Palmer camp, 
Because it went from, oh, they broke up to she's filed for custody to restraining orders to this and that. And I mean, like, we were getting the, the, her mom coming out and talking. Uh, Saronis uh, Jackson from, from Insecure, the brother of her baby daddy, he's coming out and talking. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just like, and this was like in the span of like 24 hours, I went to bed and woke up and like 12, Shade Room had 12 new posts. And I'm like, how the fuck? And why is this on my timeline? Because I don't follow the Shade Room. <laughs> but it was, you know, being pushed that way. And it was like, yo, somebody's working overtime to make sure that this shit gets resolved quick. She, nigga, like 12 hours later, she was already granted full custody and the restraining order. Like that shit was quick. Quick. I've never seen that. I think it's a temporary full custody. Oh, Nigga, it was oh. like we went to bed and woke up and it was already taken care of. How? She probably got some really good lawyers. How? To make that shit happen. Nigga, they was like, hey, it's about to be Veterans Day. Let's go ahead and get this shit out quick. Like, it was quick. Or they was like, if you if you play this hand first, then they going to rebuttal with this. Then you can hit them with the big joker. Now you got all the books. Maybe that's how that worked. Maybe. But they ran a dime on that nigga. <laughs> Damn, they're Boston. I, I have nigga, not seen you, a takedown like that so quick. Did you hear the, the leaked audio of the conversation with... So I'm assuming Kiki and the gentleman was... What's his name? Darius. Her. Darius Jackson. Kiki and Darius, I'm assuming, are in the same room. And Kiki's mother's like on the phone talking to Darius. Did you hear that audio? It's like seven minutes long. I, I've only heard clips. But go ahead. Nigga, when I say her mother called him everything under the sun but a child of God for the entire seven. There's parts of the conversation where she even threatened to get him. Cutting that word out. Um, she threatened to get him sexually assaulted. You say great. Kim. Go great. I said. Great. Go great. Yeah, say great. She threatened to get him great. <laughs> we can go with like, great. I heard another podcast using okay. it. <laughs> I was like, okay. Bruh, it was, yeah. it was a very... Okay, I'll put it like this. I haven't been paying much attention to their relationship. Like, even when she wore the dress to Usher's show and he said, but you're a mother. I took that very lightly. A lot of people, you know... And like... I think a lot of people on Twitter do this. They jump off the deep end with shit. And it's like, you don't know this couple personally, so why are you taking it so seriously? I, it could have easily been a joke. It's just as much no, as it could have been serious. But, I didn't know. But we know. found out it wasn't a joke. We talked about it on the Later pod. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, later on. But I'm saying, while all that happened, I wasn't paying that closely attention. So I didn't know how volatile the relationship was. So then listening to the phone call with the mother and them two, it was like, nigga, there's no way in hell that a relationship can deteriorate that fast. Like, y'all had to been bad from the jump. Because ain't no way that relationship could go zero to 100 like that in the wrong direction. It, it looked, it looks like it was, like, I mean, the, the, the video, or clips of the video. Because, I mean, I'm not going to condemn him because I don't know, I wasn't there. And I've only seen clips. It He sounded a little verbally abusive in the, in a conversation that I heard, for sure. Yeah, I'm not taking nothing. I don't away know. From him. I don't know yeah. anything about the. I, I've seen like the little stills. I didn't watch the video. I don't know if there's the a screenshots video out of there. the video footage. Yeah, I believe the 
there is video because the stills look to be no, 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 one hundred percent. The video exists. It right. was submitted in the restraining order uh, documents, but right. okay. I've only seen stills. So I'm just I'm gonna use the word allegedly because I mean I wasn't there physically. We don't right, but right, understood. For the alleged abuse that was going on, to the extent that they're saying, like I I wish nothing but prayer and 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 good vibe because I think at the end of the day there's a baby in the middle. And people need to focus on that at the end of the day. Hopefully that man goes and gets help. I think he was talking about harming the baby and harming himself. And that's when it we really took a toll. Like that's when they really jumped and started pushing the full court press on on getting this stuff done. Um Damn, that's a lot that I missed. So I just no, no, and this all came out, like when I tell you, this all came out in that in that media blitz in within those 12 hours. Um I wish health and and wellness to the baby, to him and to Kiki. Like that shit is just that shit is very toxic. And I felt like the way why is it still playing out on social media is crazy to me. And then what makes it worse, like the child is young now, but when the child gets older, like the internet doesn't go away at all. So when the, at all Facebook so reminds me of shit all the time. I literally to this y'all hear me say this, but I do send this shit to Frank. Like, bro, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I think I said something great. What is the last thing I sent you? Uh, I ain't gonna repeat it because it's the reason why I see it. No, I'm about to say, <laughs> I delete it. Yeah, I delete it every time. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just ugh, it's a sticky it's situation. Be years later, and that shit's gonna come up and fuck with the child all over again. But I I wish they resolve it civilly. I wish they can come to some type of mutual understanding where nobody gets hurt, either emotionally, especially physically. Um, it's just a, it's an ugly situation. And it's like, like you said, the baby's in the middle of it. And it's not like just the parents are feuding and then, you know, you have support from the family that's like, hey, we understand y'all at disagreements, but, you know, they could kind of help coach them through it. In this situation, it seems like everybody is at odds. You got the brother beefing with the family. You got the mother saying stuff. And you know there's, outside of that immediate circles, you know there's other people trying to chime in and say shit. It's an ugly, ugly situation. I would never want to be in something like that. And like, (laughs) this whole, it seemed like, are we going to talk about our exes this, this episode? Like ghosts of exes past. No, spirits. Spirits of exes past. Oh, that's Name a good one. Name of the one. episode. <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. Name of the episode. I like that. Spirits of exes past. Name of the episode. <laughs> you can see the aha <laughs> moment in your face. <laughs> uh, I like it. Um, man, it's just it's a it's a it's a sad it's a it's a sad thing to see. Um. Like I said, I think I have positive relationships or non-relationships with my exes that if I saw the ministry, it wouldn't be on site. Um, I don't know if I have anybody who hates me, hates me. You have people who hate you? Wait, take that back. I do have people who hate me. <laughs> but I wouldn't consider you an ex, by the way. <laughs> Those I don't think ex. that made it better. No, uh, okay. That made me sound more toxic. <laughs> I think I had one ex that hate me. Hey, but by the way, just so you understand, I ain't fuck with you like that. You, fuck <laughs> you with me right. like that. That, that. That's how that came up. That's how that came up. Um, I would say if I do believe there's one person that has a very strong dislike. I don't want, I don't know if she hates me, but 
if it's if if I was on fire, I don't think she would piss on me to put me out. I'll just say that. And I'm sure it's well earned. Oh yeah. No, I, I I'm not mad at her. I'd be engulfed in flames. I'd be like, nah, cool. I get it. <laughs> no, it's okay. See you in hell. Okay. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's sad to see. Uh, speaking to two other people, I'm gonna go to two other people talking about their exes. Jeezy and Nia Long sat down. I love to see it. They're both wearing their black. Two, two, two people of good stature just talking about some of their their their, their issues. But what it really seemed like, Jeezy was spitting game. He was he was just, he was trying to put down. I mean, in all honesty, if you were sitting across from Nia Long and you had a chance to talk to Nia Long, like talk to her, y'all already got a common a common bond. Y'all both been hurt. Y'all both want love, but it just it missed good y'all. trauma bonding. Ah, oh, ah, oh, don't nothing get the pussy wetter than good trauma bonding. I'm trying to tell <laughs> you, okay, we on the same page. <laughs> hey, because as soon as you start hearing it, you be like, yeah, man, you know. I went through that too. Because you say all the <laughs> things she wanted the other nigga to say. That nigga said, hey, Jeezy, this is when I knew Jeezy was on the shit. He said, he was leaning back in the chair. That nigga said, hey, you know, for me, I don't think real niggas, real niggas don't cheat. I said, you the one, Jeezy. <laughs> you, that was, that, hey, that's what he was, he was, he was feeling like Steph. He was shooting from 40. Like that nigga said, who? It's, it's always funny when you can see the play, but you see it working and it's like, she don't see it. Like <laughs> she's falling for it. <laughs> this is kid. This is kid I follow on, on IG. Um, I started following him because he's funny. He's funny. They, call, they, they talk. They call it Riz, but it's just gay. Hey, his play by play is it's hilarious. He, he watches like he'll he'll watch a video, um, and he'll talk about it like a sport of how yeah it, he'll break it down like a sport he, a sports play. It's it's like it'll be me and Frank talking to two girls and and not really. We want no issues. Absolutely. <laughs> Me and Frank talking yeah. to two girls and I'll set them up. You know, we play in the two-man game. I'll set them up. And the way he talk about it, he talk about it in a sports way. And he was like, hey, I love them. We got to sign them boys to the Rizzlies. And I was like, that. I like that. <laughs> I fuck with it. But yeah, when I can but see the play. Everything he say, be it be on point. How your homeboy try to set you up, give you a compliment. Or if your homeboy know the girl and it's like, okay, I know she she likes instruments. You'll say, hey, yeah, Marvin plays the trumpet. When the last time you? And I already got, now I got y'all talking about something that both of y'all are interested in. You got to do that. If your homeboy ain't doing shit like that for you, man, you don't need to be hanging out with him. Because why? Yeah. Why? And I mean, if I'm, a, if I'm, I got to play the trumpet. I can't play the flute. Pause. Nigga, trumpet is a respectable instrument. Yeah, but under 3,000 play the flute. Have you heard it yet? Andre 3000 waited 20 years to give us the album that nobody wanted. Hey, man. None of of us asked for that. (laughs) None of us asked for that, nigga. (laughs) None of us asked for that. None of us. Not a single one. He didn't care. He just wanted to make... I get it. And if you... Have you heard it? No, man. He was playing flutes I've never recognized. I don't even know what it's going to sound like. It's... It's... You... So... You ever heard the you ever heard the word soundscape? 
where like you're listening to something you could just like feel where like oh this is I'm supposed to be in a meadow I'm supposed to be frolicking you know niggas don't frolic but I'm just frolicking through it's a meadow ambiance music that's what he created ambiance music what, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do I'm gonna let that shit the first song is 11 minutes oh like if you want to take a good nap go ahead and play this let it run. That's how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna get a legend his one spin. I'm gonna press play. I'm gonna take me a little nap. Let it play all the way out, and then I'll wake up. The titles are crazy get, and hilarious, but I don't. I thought the titles was his response to interview questions when I first read it. To infinity and Beyonce, nah, nigga. Nigga, I swear to you, when I was reading some of those shit, I was like, what was the fucking questions they was asking him? No, nigga, that's just the name of it. That's just the name of it. But I, I'm not mad at the, the, the Jeezy, the Jeezy thing. No, I don't blame him. I think if I was in Jeezy's shoes, I would have did the exact same thing. I'd have been, probably would have even threw a little Dirty Mac in there. I mean, wow, Dirty Mac? See, I violate. I would have been like, you doka as a hoe out of randomly through that. No, 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 no. What you do is you describe. Guys, all right. <laughs> you giving sauce away? <laughs> give a little sauce. <laughs> There's a way to dirty Mac without directly dirty Mac. You describe the nigga she talking about and be like, man, I could never be that type of nigga. <laughs> <laughs> works every time. It works every time. It's dirty Mac and this shit. <laughs> But it's like that's like yeah. the, the, the basic play dirty back. Like that it's subvert. Like <laughs> it's it's like committing a crime with gloves on. You keep your hands clean, but you did that shit. Hey, if a glove don't fit, you must have quit. You feel me? <laughs> like, <laughs> look, I'm just I'm just saying, you be like, could you imagine a dude? This is how you do it. Could you imagine a dude have a good woman at home, building a building a life with her, kids and all that? And then he's just out there just cheating and recklessly, but not even people of the same caliber of a woman as he's with. I could never be that type of nigga. Like that shit is <laughs> like that shit is lame to me. Like you I like how do you even feel good about yourself moving like that? That's crazy. Whole time she like this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was feeling. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> come on, let's um come on, let's uh you wanna go get some dinner after this? Oh yeah, you gotta ask him to get something to eat. No, 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 you know. And then <laughs> I was I was gonna go get some steaks. You want some lobster? <laughs> you want some surf and turf? Hey, um uh, I heard uh heard one podcast was talking about it and they were like, <laughs> You wanna you wanna go get some dinner after this? Nah, we I got a spot in, you know, there's a nice little restaurant down at the hotel that I'm staying at. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? We'll go back to the we'll go back it. to the room, get a little nightcap. At the hotel, the wine is at dinner, the wine is flowing. Walk up to the room, get her to the door. She invites you and you say, you know what? Nah, you know, I'm still, I'm still healing. I'm still healing. You know, like, you know. Try to play modest. You know, I want you know, I mean, if you want to just, if you just want to lay together, we could do that. Nigga, we are adults. Ain't nobody just laying together. But they fall for they it. They know though. it. But they they but to <laughs> them, it's like, look at him. He's trying to be so look, 
He said, I'm yeah, just, you can't show that you actually I'm not gunning eager for, for it. it. I'm not eager for it. Let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> when you're not eager, it be the juices. You hear me? They be, <laughs> they be trying to hand it out. They be trying to serve it on a silver platter with with crackers and and and, and a side of wine. Like they like, hey, spread her. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> they be ready to serve. I ain't, I ain't pressed. I ain't pressed. You know what I'm Clipping saying? That too. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is that might go out on Monday. <laughs> Spread, huh? You know what I'm saying? But uh, I ain't mad. I ain't like I. I, I rather enjoy That's going on the shirt too. Spread, huh? Damn, right? <laughs> That's a good nah, one. We can put that on a hat. Um, speaking of other exes, um, it's alleged that Dwayne Martin and Will Smith have had a past relationship. Oh shit. <laughs> It's alleged. It's alleged. That is foul. It's alleged. Now I understand there's rumors. Now Will Smith's former former assistant and one of his former good friends has alleged that he once walked in on Dwayne Martin and 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 Will Smith having sex. This is a quote from his from his interview. He said there was a couch and Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up. Killing him, murdering him. Pause. <laughs> okay, that's what he said. Couple, a couple things about that. Now, you mean to tell me two heterosexual men? That's your assumption. If they, okay, well, that's what they're. That's what. That's what they present as. That's what they present as, right? So if they were caught in a uh, homosexual act, don't you think they would stop? Right? So for you to say he was killing them, that means he proceeded to do what he was doing. And then for you to say he was killing them, that means you sat there and watched it. See, that's the part. <laughs> that's the part. I stopped on. None of that makes sense. <laughs> no, no, no. The first part. He was killing them. If you didn't see. Because you're not going to. That's not a killing. Killing is. You the had visuals, the visuals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was trying to paint. So here's my thing. I mean, what is you saying? Here's my thing. Now, on the front, on on Will Smith, Dwayne side, on on if he was killing him, alleged, if he was killing him like that, maybe when you when you walked in and saw him, you didn't walk in in a direction that they could see you. So now you, nigga, it's a trailer. Trailers aren't big. No, but if you in a certain area, if you you ever been in your zone, you ever been in your zone, but you don't notice that one of your kids done knocked on the door, don't walk in, <laughs> like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to stop nobody. <laughs> they still walking. <laughs> right? But. Daddy. <laughs> so, so, you know, when you're in your zone, sometimes you don't yeah. see, you don't hear the door open. So maybe he he walked in in this alleged scenario and saw that. So at this point, you a voyeur. You know what I'm saying? That's a porn term. Porn term. <laughs> oh, yeah. The listeners might not know. <laughs> that's somebody who just want to watch. And, you know, that's how yeah. he participated in the sexual act. Now, if you was just watching... <laughs> he said he participated. Voyeurs is part of the... That's, that's, a, yeah. that's a thing. The same... I know, I know. The dude, <laughs> when you were driving on the highway 
and the dude whipped out his dick on you, he made you a voyeur. That was part of the, that was part of his sexual satisfaction. Boy, you something special. You dug way back in your memory and pulled that out. It's called a callback. Because people are going to think, oh, shit. This is this is called good pod. This is how you pod, Frank. People will be like, oh, shit. I need to go back and listen to that episode. Frank did say that. See what I'm saying? I did, but I didn't want to relive the moment right now. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. I didn't. I meant to say what I said, but I didn't mean for it to hurt your feelings. I know you did. <laughs> you you Marvin. You wouldn't have been Marvin if you I'm didn't I'm not mean trying it. to hurt your feelings here. My feelings ain't hurt. It was just like, damn, like, why would he show me his dick like that? Like, I'm just trying to get home. He was trying to get somewhere, too. <laughs> you helped him get there. Um, I hope that nigga crazy. <laughs> damn. All right. <laughs> and you know what? That's You know what the thing is? You feel so special. You feel so special. What if you weren't the only nigga he was trying to whip his dick out to? Maybe he was whipping it out as he drove down 95. You felt so special that he chose you. I'm going to tell you, Frank, you probably wasn't that special. Yeah, probably six other people saw it, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully that make you feel better. <laughs> that other people suffered too? Yeah. That it wasn't just you he chose. Maybe. All right. But back to the voyeur. You stayed yeah, he and watched it. You know how long you have to be watching for some to notice somebody's killing and killing like bro. I, one stroke ain't killing. It's it's consecutive. Cause let me tell you, I walk in on anybody having sex, regardless of what their their orientation is. Once you realize it's sex, you like, oh shit. All right, let me let me well, get sometimes up. If you know they ain't see it, you get out quiet, like, oh shit. Yeah, Close oh shit, my bad, my bad. Cause I don't want to fuck up you, their situation. Right. If you need that attention, you just knock out. Hey, yo, I'm coming in. That's enough time to shuffle yourself, get your pants up. Yeah. He ain't do that. He ain't... No, he had enough time to notice that he was killing it. He was murdered. And the words chosen, come on, bro. Here's my thing. I always say, whenever the, the, the source is a former employee or a former friend or stuff like that, that to me, that's damaged goods. That's damaged information. You're not. You you don't qualify. I'm sorry. I I genuinely feel like when somebody is giving dirt on another person, especially in the celebrity light, you can tell the sincere people like don't like. Okay, for example, a young lady when it was Harvey Weinstein. Um, what's the young lady that Kurt Cobain dated? What was her name? I forgot the young lady's name, but I believe she was an actress too or something like that. And um, they was asking her, like, if you have any advice, this didn't have to do with Harvey. They asked her, if you have any young women getting into Hollywood, what's your advice to them? And she said, she paused for a minute. She was like, if Harvey invites you up to his room, don't go. And she walked away. Like, see, something like that, where it's like, they drop breadcrumbs. They don't... I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. That's how she felt. She, yeah, that's how she felt. But they'll drop, like, even Aubrey O'Day. When she does her her interviews, she don't... She hints, like, hey, sh- shit went right. Soon y'all will understand. I saw the play before other people. I told I y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all... 
So when you hear people like that, where they drop breadcrumb and it's like, it's almost like, look, I want to tell you, but I can't. I think you listen to people like that. When there's people that, oh, this per- this person sold the drugs here. This person was getting killed over the couch. Dog, you saying too much. I don't know about you. <sighs> you brought up Aubrey, and we're going to transition there in a second. But, you know, Jada's still on her tour. Tour, you know, trying to promote the book. She was asked about it. And she pretty much said, We still it. But you, you you caught the first word, right? We. She ain't say will. She said we. we. Suing. She ain't le- yeah. She ain't leaving a man out there like that. For the first time. <laughs> for the first time, she took the nigga side. <laughs> and then this ex-employee, ex-friend of Will Smith, he was doing an interview with Tasha K. Now, for those who don't know Tasha K, Tasha K is the lady that got sued by Cardi. For telling she lies. owes Cardi. For telling lies, she owes Cardi a whole bunch of money. Like, four million? Four M's. 4.3 or something like that. Right. How stupid do you have to be to get sued by Cardi and then to go on another show or have another interview slandering another, an even bigger celebrity who can afford even bigger lawyers? Like, how deep of a hole you trying to dig yourself into? Because them streams you get from this interview ain't going to be enough money to cover what that lawsuit's going to bring to your table. I'm sure she's going to be mentioned in the lawsuit, but you can't control what somebody says, but you can't control what you put out. So that's going to be the... I was about to say, it was on your platform. You released that, that, that footage, that audio, whatever. So you're responsible. See... But then people will say something different when it came to the drink champs thing and Kanye was going through all that. Hell, they just had Kodak on there looking a fucking mess. I don't I would not have put that that out. They deleted the Kanye episode, if I'm not mistaken. They the, took it the down after, epi- after it got a million plus views. They after, waited. It, after it got a million plus views, and they said, nigga, we're gonna sue your ass. Yeah, but you waited. You knew you already knew what that was. It's similar to it's similar to when Love and Hip Hop had Erica Mena. They aired the episode where Erica Mena... Oh, know, where she called the young lady a gorilla some, a monkey, something like that? and all this other shit, right? Something. It was a racial slur. Yeah. Now, you knew that when y'all filmed it. You knew that when you edited it. You knew that when you sent the, the information to VH1 or MTV. Right. You knew it when you pressed play. You knew all of that shit, and you waited until it was an uproar to fire her. So I don't want to hear that. Like that type of shit, I I I I I I'm very confused at when we gonna draw the line at people who are in media have responsibility for shit. But uh, I, the Tasha K thing was the reason why she got sued for that is because she was the one saying the shit. This situation a little different because Buddy came on her platform and said the shit. So I don't know. If I was the person making the decision as to who takes responsibility. And all those other instances, even if the person's on your platform, like you said, you you were there. It was your cameras that recorded it when it happened. Okay, so cool. You got the footage. But for you to edit it and then send it in, to cut it, send it in and make it promotional material or whatever, you you got the, the same way Erica Mena got in trouble. Executive producers, marketing managers, all y'all need to feel something too. It can't just be, y'all can't leave her out there by herself. Y'all 
are all uh, complicit in this. Look at you using the word. The correct way, too. Yes. Yes. That's why I was taken <laughs> aback. Because you, you're good for using a word incorrectly. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of suing, um, Cassie came out and said, hey, Diddy. We Thank suing. You. And uh, so maybe the quickest turnaround Quicker than, remember how I was talking about the 12 hours of Kiki Palmer shit being released? Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> Look, nigga, I, it went from, it went from Diddy is being sued by Cassie for physical and sexual abuse and release court documents. And apparently there are multiple lines. Like, I almost, I normally don't care about, like, when, when these type of things are going on. But, it tells me that Cassie knew where the bodies were buried. Okay, and that that shit that that lawsuit was like thirty five pages. It, it was it was it was hefty. Most lawsuits usually be a little thick. You know what I'm saying? Like a like a girl from Houston. Look at Frank callbacks, guys. See you see how he pawn <laughs> the boy pawn. <laughs> um, but man, there were some things in there, man. Oh no, there was some very salacious things in there. The thing with Kid Cuddy blowing up Cuddy's car. Dude, that threw me off. I was I, I never knew Cuddy's car exploded, but to hear that and then go back and say, nah, Cuddy corroborated. Now Cuddy never said Puffy did it. P- Cuddy did confirm, like, yes, around that time my car did explode. You know what kind of maniac you gotta be to blow up somebody's car? Like, dude, you're a titan in the industry. You could have just threatened to have Cuddy's album shelved and he would have been like, all right, chill out. You ain't gotta blow up people's car, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, that's how you do it, Tasha Gay. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah, ah, yikes, man, from the time she stomped, time she says he got she got stomped by Diddy. There, there was all sorts of time, physical, physical abuse. abuse. She, Sexual. he said, he said, she says that she was raped at one point, and we only say that we don't say that as a joke. We just we don't like using the other word. Um, she was forced to perform acts with another person while he watched. Um, he was controlling with her image. Uh, there's and then there's stories. To corroborate these things, saw a video of Young Jock talking about when Cassie shaved the side of her head. He was telling a story. They were in a nightclub. They saw this lady in another section at a nightclub. She had bottles around her, looking, looking good or whatever. Said Puffy was staring at her like he was kind of like lost in her. And then all of a sudden, he turns around, looks at Cassie, and he's like, "Tomorrow, you're gonna shave half of your head." Young Jock's look. He looks at the woman again. And he noticed that half of her head was shaved. So now Jock looked back at Cassie like, damn, that's kind of crazy. You're not going to do that, are you? And Cassie, Cassie kind of sheepishly say, like, you know, whatever Sean wants, you know, I'm going to do it. So that, that hearing Jock, and this is not a recent interview. This is an old interview. So that interview paints the image like whatever Puffy said goes like she had no agency over her body. Now that could be taken two ways. 
Now, I I hear how it could come across as controlling and all of that because they were in a relationship. That's why you don't fuck with people. You don't eat where you shit. I tell people that shit all the time. You do not fuck people you work with. I understand it's hard. <laughs> I get it. Me and Frank have had conversations about working places and sleeping with people. Like, we get it. And sometimes... Okay, we're not going to... No, we're not going to read. Sometimes that yeah, ass I mean, can be thrown at you and you got to be like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Um, speaking of, I have a very interesting Bible story next time. Because um, Jesus' friends were people trash. People love the Bible story. Jesus' friends were trash. And I, I, we don't have the time <laughs> and I'm not going to get into it. But, um, yeah. So you said it could be taken another way. Help me understand. Because so like, right now, everybody's other looking at Puffy be, from a negative light. Yeah, the other way could be Puffy Puffy seeing something on some woman and being like, you could kill. Like, this would be a thing. Like, you could kill this. Like, think about it. When Cassie did that, sh- that half-shaving head thing, that shit was a trend. Like, it, it took over. You weren't seeing girls with the little mohawk. Shout out to Val. You weren't seeing the girls with the mohawk, the shave on both sides with the with the natural hair. It was a very edgy look. It was an edgy look. Cassie did, like, she was the one who did that. Rihanna followed suit. And she would do the little, the shave with the little, with the little, I think it's like the little bird. Like, she had a little bird, little cockatoo looking, looking thing. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't have other words for it. <laughs> but you know exactly what but I'm saying it, when I, I say know. it. <laughs> um... You know what I'm saying? Like, she was a trendsetter in that way. And Diddy, and we all know Diddy has that eye. You know what I'm saying? So right. we can see that he saw something and he said, you should do this. And she did it. There's that. But then there's also, he started dating. Quick pause. You said you should do this and she did it. But Young Jock didn't say that. Young Jock said he told her, tomorrow you're going to do this. That's the difference between what Young Jock said and what you just said. So what you just said makes sense. Like, hey, I see this work. Like, you can kill this. Look, you should do this. Like, I'm advising you. Like, this strong advisory, do it. Young Jock didn't paint that picture like that. Young Jock made it look like a command. Like, hey, you do this. The thing is, this is why you don't eat where you shit. When you fucking your boss, them lines are blurred. And part of your image, part of your image her, not her, part of her image, but part of her, the whole music thing, her image is in there. Right. He could have say so and and how she presents herself. The power dynamic was... there was way imbalanced. I mean, that's obvious. Oh, absolutely. That's obvious. He he was an executive in music. He was a producer. He, I mean... She was signed to his, his label. Life. Yeah, it's too much going on there. Too many lines to be crossed way too easily. But just her saying all of this stuff, you had, I saw Don Richard, Don Richard, I think that's the way she pronounces her name, who was just on Diddy's album, by the way, part of Dirty yeah. Money. She was just on yeah, Diddy's was, new album. She was on Danity Kane, part of Dirty Money, and I want to say she's still signed to Out of all she's the people from him. that era, she's not signing, she's not signing him no, no, no more? She's been independent okay. for some years. But she literally was just featured on Diddy's latest album. She came out yeah. and said, Cassie, you're such a brave woman. Stood by her in that situation. Wow. Da- uh, Danity Kane, another member of Danity Kane who also dated Puff. 
Um, Aubrey O'Day, like you said earlier, she came out. She dated Puff. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, that's why when we were watching, remember when you would watch the show and she would she would be the one to get into it with him the most. Yeah, because he was fucking. <laughs> okay, I was about to say like, damn, she brave. She because everybody was kind of scared of him. Yeah, she posted. Been trying to tell y'all for years. Prayers up for this queen, Cassie. And the thing is, she has. Like, people have been pulling old footage of her speaking. And it's like, she's always been hinting like, yo, the ball's going to drop. And when it does, y'all going to say I told you so. Because I've been dropping breadcrumbs for the longest. Nick, the, the girl who Young Miami was going back and forth with, the, the, the she looks to be from Asian descent. I forgot her name already. Damn. Right. She... She she's a media personality. She's not the biggest name, but she's done interviews on. Yeah, on, I've seen her know, a few places, popular events and stuff. Right. She came out and she was she from an interview from from some time ago talked about her dealings with Puff. She had like a five year on and off relationship with Puff, and how he beat her, but he would only hit her on the sides of her head and not her face because you know her hair would cover the bruises. Like he refused right. to hit her face. Cause that would be visible. He would hit her here. He stomped on her. She was pregnant. He was telling her she didn't. He he didn't want the baby and this this and that and da da da. Like it's a wild story. Now all of these are alleged. All of it. The most interesting thing, though, they're all from different time periods. It's not like it's a a a blitz of people doing interviews right now. Now that Puffy is a trending topic, like this is stuff that's been trickling. Since the two early two thousands, like this is twenty years of shit trickling about this man and his his ways. It, it, you know what it is? It was like as soon as this came out, I, I don't know if that just gave that must have given everybody the right to say something because it was like the stories came flying. Like I, we were getting within a twenty four hour time span, it was already like, damn man, Puff is Puff is a horrible dude. Shit, <laughs> like. There was just so many instances coming up, like so much information. I was like, damn, the tide turning fast. And some of this stuff wasn't news because we kind of heard some of this shit. Like Frank's been saying, we've heard some of this shit along the way throughout the years. And you can expect that, especially when it comes to somebody who holds a lot of power. Nobody, like you ever seen somebody, like a whole bunch of dudes try to jump a bigger dude? Nobody wants to throw the first lick because the person that approaches first, there's a good chance you're going to get hit first out of the crowd. But once that, whoever's brave enough to engage him first and then everybody else jumps in, it, that's what Cassie is. She used the person to throw the first lick. That's why Dawn is calling her brave because you're going to receive the most backlash. Hell, she's receiving it now. They're calling her a gold digger. They're saying it's a money grab. But nobody's paying attention to the fact that he settled the case with her quickly. Now, if if none of this, if there were no proof of this or anything, why not drag it out? You have more money than her. Drag it out in court. Bankrupt her, which is what a lot of people do at times. But for you to come up to a settlement agreement within 24 hours, it doesn't look favorable Let for you. Let me tell you. I saw a comment. Cassie said Cassie must have had the tea, the soda, the water, the wine, the liquor, the coffee on Diddy. Like she must have, she knew where all the bodies were buried. Think about it. She was with him for over a decade. She knew where all the bodies were buried and how to outline the shit. 
Diddy saw her write that stuff and he was like, hey, how much she said she wanted? <laughs> Bring my checkbook. Nigga. <laughs> Bring my checkbook. I think that's it. <laughs> I honestly, no bullshit. I honestly feel that's how it happened. Like, yo, Puffy, Cassie suing you. She's suing me for what? She's saying, she said what now? Because if anybody can prove this shit, she's been with, she was she's with been over with me so long that she's been with me. Like, he's probably thinking, dog, she's been with me so long. She know, I got so comfortable that she, I did my dirt in front of her with like, without even hiding it. She was with me so long. Like, I got too comfortable. Like, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Like, we can't, we can't. And then, from what I understand, so there was an interview, not an interview, but a clip from The Breakfast Club where they're talking about this Diddy thing. And it's it's some new lady. I don't know who she is. She says something like, oh, Puffy has a another like a, another case pending, and it's criminal charges. Now, couple that with the Keefy D dude who just got arrested for talking about you know him being a part of Tupac being killed. That guy was on record saying that Puffy put a million-dollar hit so you got one criminal case going. Then you got another guy that hasn't faced, like, he's been arrested, but he hasn't gone to trial yet. So he's still eligible to make a plea deal with his attorneys. The last thing Puffy needs right now is a civil case to go to crowd, trial because what's, any information that's brought in in a civil case can be used in a criminal case Ag- to conviction. Agree. I just want to clear something up. The, the alleging that he had a criminal case that was coming up, in NYC, they yeah. said they have no pending charges for him. They already came out and said that's not true. Okay. But the the, the Tupac thing has been going yeah. on quietly for a little minute now. Um, right. So. So, ugh. and if Cassie knows anything that can link the two. Now, Cassie doesn't have to say, oh, yeah, I was there when put. Because she wasn't. She, they started dating in the 2000s. Um, but. If Cassie says anything that can be tied to what this... Because I'm pretty sure they're going to get... This guy's going to flip. He's going to make some type of deal. And if... Because honestly, Puffy's the bigger fish in this whole scenario. Like, you is just some street dude. Like, cool. But if we can... Like, if if you're the, the, the state attorney that can capture Puff on this huge case, like, that's... Dude... That is a red carpet for you to go into major politics and become... 100%. You know, you know what I mean? Make a career off of some shit like that. 100%. Especially with it being Tupac and all the... As long standing as it's been. Um, right. This is what happens when your NDAs don't have, you know, in perpetuity <laughs> written in them. Because let me tell you, I'm sure Cassie had an NDA. Because I'm sure a lot of these women have an NDA. He needs to start getting some NDAs that like, hey, you're not allowed to talk about this shit for life. Because, but boy, honestly, that's not the answer. Okay. But clearly her NDA expired. Because it was like, oh, I've been, I've been outlining and waiting on this. Like, this is, this is, my lawyer has been ready. Like, today must be the day. Because I've never seen know, a turnaround. Because most of the time, this will be a headline for weeks. I think it's timing too. Like, had Cassie brought this out any sooner, I don't know if it would have had the same effect. I think this gentleman about to face charges in California really swings the ball in Cassie's favor. Like, if I drop it now, his hands are tied. Like, he got bigger shit to worry about. I think last time I checked, Puffy's net worth was over 800 and something. People say he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Right? He's a billionaire. 
Cassie's civil suit was only $30 million. So if you're a billionaire and you got, and there's something pending that can possibly lock you away. Bring me my checkbook. (laughs) Exactly. What you want? 30, I'm going to double it and say, here's 40. I don't want to hear from you ever again. Shut up about this. Don't talk. That NDA you're talking about, we going to draft up a new one. In perpetuity. Yeah. (laughs) We done with this shit. Like, hell no. Any of that shit come out. Now now you got defense attorneys, uh, I mean, prosecuting attorneys who are salivating to get me locked up. Fuck that shit. I ain't trying to risk nothing. How much money you want? Cool. Have at it. <laughs> Have, at, Have it. at it. Cool. You get it all. Just leave me alone. Whew. Spirits of X's past. I don't want it. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, look, I'm sure I've done some wild things to any of you, and I just want to say I'm sorry. Um. I don't have Diddy's money. You're not going to get nothing. I, I don't got it. I don't got it. Don't, don't sue. I have nothing to get. Not you. yet. There is no yet. Give it some time. Listen to Frank. That shit. Shut that shit. Don't it, listen to Frank. Hey. Frank is trying to get you to sue me for some fucking reason. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> trying to get nobody to Nigga, we're partners in it. They sue you. I'm fucked up too. So hush. I'm just how people work. As far as you're concerned, stop listening to this podcast. It never got anywhere after this. Don't you say another fucking thing. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Because I could already see you. We Thank saw you. it. And I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> With that being um, said. Wait, wait. We got one more Exos, uh, Spirits of Exodus Past story. Uh, Party responded to Megan. Did you hear that? I heard a clip of it. I heard a clip of it. This man got a four-minute song airing out all his dirty laundry with Meg. Personally, I think it's some ho shit. He took the lines that she mentioned about him cheating a bit too personally. Because in the whole song, he didn't deny cheating. He just said, it wasn't in your house, it wasn't in your bed. All right, cool. If it wasn't in the house, it wasn't in a bed. For, for clarity. Who cares? For clarity, she never said that. What she said was in the place where I where I sleep. Now that could have very much so been at his house, just next to him. You got we sleep, we share a bed. You she, you was laying in my spot. It could have been anything. In the song, she's basically detailing all the things that drove her to, to this, be suicidal and shit. Yeah, she was venting about her personal shit. For somebody to say, oh, she's taking shots at me saying I'm cheating and to make a four-minute song airing out her dirty laundry saying people don't know her saying she's a horrible person and all that. After all this other shit that she gone through, like, nigga, why? Quick aside, ladies, if it's not your house, if it's not the bed that you pur- that you purchased, you, I don't, I don't want to hear about how, you know, I, I slept with a girl and in, in, it was my bed. Do you know how many girls are in your situation that have been that have been cheated on in the bed that that nigga bought at his house? I'm just saying it was. Relax, relax. I don't think right now was the time to to, to make that point, Marvin. Okay, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> you probably got a point. <laughs> but you hear what I'm saying, though. <laughs> uh, I know. I didn't say the point I, wasn't I say valid. It to I'm say, just saying. I say it to say, y'all, don't feel special about that. <laughs> like, 
oh, you know, in a place where I lay my head, girl, you spend the night. Like, let's, you don't live here. Like, let's, let's keep it a book. You may have two or three things here. You, you may, you might keep a razor here, some soap. <laughs> you don't stay here. Who I fuck in this bed is not disrespectful to you. The disrespect is cheating. Not that it's in this bed. This is my bed. Where else I'm a fuck? <laughs> Uh, El Presidente? Nah, I respect myself more than that. Right. It's not that bad, bro. It's, it's $30, three hours. Yeah. But these germs in that bed are mine. I don't know what the fuck going on over there. Hey, man, I'm just saying, don't hate on Presidente. It's, it's, it was reliable, nigga. He in came his day? through in clutch moments. In his day? In his day? Yeah, it's been a while since I've been there. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, hey... It held me down when, you know. You was out doing your thing. Yeah. I hear you. I hear exactly where you're coming from. For me, all I'm saying is don't hit me with the not you won't you won't sleep with her where I where I where I sleep. Slept with everybody there. When you, you hear <laughs> <laughs> the sheets are washed and changed. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't disrespect you and let you, let you let you lay on the same sheets. And at best, at most, I mean, at the least, I, I'll Febreze it. Jesus Christ. See, this is why <laughs> we wouldn't get pissed on if we was on fire. <laughs> this is exactly why. Damn, I feel like I took us in a different direction than you were headed. Um, yeah, man. No, I'm going to let you. Go ahead. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, it, no, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna sit that, back. Go ahead. It's all in vain of this whole part. It was X's past. Cause at one point we got to realize we're the the, the evil spirits of someone's someone's ex's past. <sighs> we ain't the hero in every story. We the villains. It's villain season. And somebody's yeah, we the villains in somebody's story. Everybody ain't be like, oh, Frank's a great guy. I love him. Now somebody, there's somebody who's gonna utter the word fuck nigga with my name in the same sentence. Somebody. Damn, that's a good realization right there. Yeah. Just got to do your best to avoid them people at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Don't, you know, don't run in, don't run into them people with your people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like hey, you see her across the room like, babe, you don't want to go? I don't really like this restaurant. They ain't bring you no water yet? Man, let's go. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I wish a bitch would when I'm with my wife. <laughs> Try to cause some trouble. And I ain't nigga ain't say nothing to you in over 10 years. The fuck? I know this ain't, I know this ain't Frank. I know this ain't Frank. I here with a family. Or oh, I would have never thought I, that of Frank. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> not the way, not the way Frank was moving. You up there trying to look. What? What? <laughs> Why, what? Why would you say that? Like, man, if you don't get your ass up out of here, don't make me embarrass my family right now. Let's not do that. All right. <laughs> you were saying something about party. My bad. Go ahead. But yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I don't I don't think that was a good look. One, it didn't. I think it did the opposite of what he wanted to do. I think he was trying to shed some light where he didn't look like the enemy, but ultimately it made you look like a hurt hoe. And then, you know, you gave people who already don't like Megan more fuel to 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 throw on her fire. I don't think that was a good look. 
she had a traumatic past two years. She's finally coming out of it. And then you said you cared for her. And then all of a sudden you're putting this out to throw more dirt on her. Why would you do that? Because she accused you of cheating? I don't think that. I don't think the punishment fit the crime. I'm going to say this. I'm listening. There is a line in there in the clip I heard where he's talking about you had me beefing with niggas that you knew you slept with. The thing is, what you did prior to me, I have no problem with. But equip me with the type, like if you got me standing, standing next to you, arguing back and forth on the internet, which you shouldn't do in the first place, but you got me doing that. You need to tell me if the dumb shit they saying is true or not. Because let me tell you, I fucked your bitch is the biggest joke. <laughs> it's the it's the one in color with the star on on both corners. Okay, don't leave me out there. Don't leave me out there thinking my little two deuces is what I got. Like, hey, I'm finna kill him. I, you know, deuces wild. I got hearts and clubs. I'm finna kill him with that ace, king, queen. But if that nigga got the big joker he can throw out on me, you got to equip me with that. From, from the way he told his part, from that clip, he didn't know that these dudes was out there, that you had slept with these dudes. With the Tories, with the baby. I'm gonna be honest with you. I 100% agree with everything. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm saying... Now, That's some foul shit. Now, he's lame. He's lame for doing this. I wouldn't make the song about it, though, but I would be 38. I, If we could be vulnerable with each other, I mean, the certain, like, you think I wanted this? It that scene, how happened. we just talked, <laughs> how we talked about we could relate to it? I'm not going to lie. When I heard that line in the song, it was like, ugh. I felt that. It wasn't enough for me to make a song about somebody, but that shit hurt. Remember, this is the cardinal rule in relationship. Don't embarrass me out in these streets. Don't have me looking stupid. You out here fucking some, fucking some nigga on me, and now he talking shit. And now if I go to check him, he gonna hit me with the Tupac line. That's why I fucked your bitch. What I'm gonna say? No, you didn't. It, now we don't know because I don't know if it happened while they was in the relationship. Because it may have happened beforehand. But even then, you still need to tell me. Now, if that happens and then it comes out, hey, you know, she slept with this person, slept with that person. Do you think it's warranted that he may have got something on the side in his own bed? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's paint a scenario, right? Let's say, say you with a chick, a nigga say, that's why. Because one, we're not asking a girl about her past, right? And the nigga say, man, that's why I fucked your bitch. Of course, you might go back to it, like, why this nigga talking crazy? Is there something I should know? And then she said, oh, I was, da- I was dating him before we got together. Then what? Equip me with everything. Don't let me go back and forth in honor to defend you without you giving me this key information that you used to mess with this dude. So just let him know beforehand. Like, if niggas say something slick and you know I'm about to speak on your behalf, be like, hey, I used to date him. Oh, okay, I got it. This is not a coworker or somebody I just know in passing. Yeah, it's not a nigga you just made a song with and he want to talk slick because you don't want to make another song with him. Like, y'all had history. Cool. Got it. That's all I'm asking for. 
That's all I'm asking for. And this is still no way. This is still a lame thing to do. And first of all, party, the the lamest thing is you rapped. Nobody wants to hear from you. We love what you write for other women, for women, to be honest. I don't want to hear party rap his own raps. Go write for Cardi B. Go help write for Meg. Go help write with um Jada Kingdom. That's the one he's out with now. You seen Jada Kingdom? Nigga. Nigga, I seen the, I seen the video. With the tattoos on the back and the ass and the thigh. <sighs> Let me oh, so they used to the double dose twins used to be um bottle girls at King of Diamonds, if you remember correctly. Now they're, you know, whatever they, you know, they look so different from the girls that they were back then. And yeah. back then, they were bad. They had the tattoo. She had one of them had the dragon tattoo that went up from the ass cheek all the way up her back. That's so hot. I remember when I used to be in King of Diamond, I did not care about what was <laughs> going on on that fucking stage. If Tip Drill ain't ain't you know doing push ups off the um <laughs> scaffolding, off the scaffolding, or whatever, or scaffolding, however you want to say it. If she wasn't doing that, I did not care. I was like, let me, hey, can you, I want to drink that. I'm trying, I'm, this is where my energy is. Then she had a twin sister walk by, and I was like, oh, shit. It's two of y'all. But it was the one that had that, like, that, oh. That is, I mean, that tattoo at points. There's some tattoos that take away, and it's like, this is horrible. Like, Amber Rose tattoo across the forehead, like, that that drops you down a couple notches. Like, why? Now, you now all but, the time you see her, she wear a bang so she could <laughs> cover it up. Just get it removed. It's not that expensive nowadays. I hate bangs, but by the way. The whole, like, Cardi shit, the, the, the peacock or the, the phoenix or whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. It's something about that. I don't know, man. Because I'm it's not even a like, big, damn. like, with color person, but some the color look good on your skin. It pops. Yeah. Oh. I used to be... Oh. Shout out to them. Yeah, I used to be in love with them. I don't follow them now because they've done so much to their face now and their body. Like, when, when they were... When I met them, they were fine. They, like, not just, not just fine, like, to be a bartender or to be a waitress. No, no, they were they fine, were fine. baddies then. And would still, that same body would still be a baddie now. But they've done so much. No knock to them. Ball means No, they say, live. man, I've heard plastic surgery is addictive. Like, it's almost like tattoos. Like, when you get one, it's like, you know what? I need to cover more of my body with the shit. Some people can stop other people. It's like, hey, I need to do a little bit more and a little bit more. And before you know it, they don't look like they baby pictures. <laughs> Them Kardashian kids gonna be like, "Are you my mom? <laughs> like, who are you? I don't look Bruh. anything like you." What's the what's the the Kendall? If her, if her daughter looked just like her, that baby gonna be in for a rude awakening. Like, what the who? Face no, Kendall is the only one that hasn't that hasn't had surgery. Oh, what's what's the Kylie one that you're thinking about? Kylie. Kendall's the one that looks. She's the one that models. She's yeah. the one that's still skinny white woman. Yeah, got you. She she kept she kept it kept it playing. Yeah. Once we get into the Kardashians, you know it's time to wrap it up. All right, Frank, give me, yeah, right. <laughs> give me your vibe of the week, man. Vibe of the week come from the new Two Chains and Lil Wayne album. Ooh, it's so much good music out right now. 
Two Chains yeah. and Lil Wayne just dropped. Ross and Meek Mill dropped. Um, Chris Brown dropped a double disc, which is fire, by the way. I'm sparing y'all on mine because I know I do a lot of R and B, so I'm gonna do something different. But it's a lot of good new music out. And then Drake just dropped uh, six new songs. He tried to say it was a scary hour street. It's just a deluxe version of the album that a lot of people didn't like. For him to say in there that he didn't, he doesn't care about validation from an ex musician, which he was shooting at Joe Budden. Nigga, then why every song that you dropped in this deluxe was you rapping, rapping? It didn't bother you, but you had to re. You just talked about how you was going away. But let me. You respect Joe Budden's opinion. Just and say not you do. I'm saying Drake. Yeah, just you, say you do. And it's if okay. You, if you do, it's not a bad thing. Joe Budden, he's a big media personality, especially in music. I mean, if Joe Button says a song, a song goes, a lot of people go check it out. Like people respect his musical opinion. If he said your shit was trash, I, I get why it stung. But anyway, here's two chains and Lil Wayne on the song Shame. How they say niggas rapping like the rent dude? One. That nigga Wayne ain't no joke, bro. Name of the album was Welcome to College Grove. Nah, I I'm look, I just made a playlist. I like I think I told y'all before, I really enjoy making playlists. Like I actually sat down for an hour, put all the songs I wanted, then I put them in an order that I thought they would flow better. <laughs> they would flow better. Mm. And it's a lot of I got my R&B in there. It, there's my Coco Joneses. There's there's Chris Brown. But then in the, in the rap section, you got that song I did, that song I played last time with uh, Offset. You got right. a lot of Jeezy's new album. You got a lot of Meek Mill and and, and Ross. Ross's new album, which is where my, my vibe of the week is from. Uh, Two Chains and, man, that album, all... It's good music out there. I pulled some. I pulled a couple from Drake's um, little little re-release. Um, Let me say little, <laughs> because that's what it was. I hated when he tried to pose it. At, oh, it's a scary hours dropping. Da 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 da. He could have just dropped an EP, but it, it like you said, it, he's it playing the streaming streams game. on he's the playing last, the streaming yeah. game. He called it the what is it the her not her loss. What was the name of this last album? Um. For all the dogs, for all the dogs, yeah, yeah. Scary Hours edition. To me, that's lame. It was lame. Just, just, just put out a six pack if that's what you want to do. Just put out the six pack. But you playing the streaming game, and I get that. I understand the business behind it. Go ahead and do that. But you could have just called it a deluxe. 
People would have went to it anyway if you just called it a deluxe. But it's more marketable to call it scary hours. Is it though? Because name the scary hours that was like, man, scary hours two was the one. No, no, we've never I mean, said we're that. We're talking about it. We've never I, said it. We've never said that. We never said it, but I mean, we're talking about we're it. We're talking now. about it now because we would have gone to listen to what Drake had dropped regardless. Because you're Drake. True. You're fucking Drake. I want to listen regardless. But, I just think it was. I understand the business behind it, so I'm not gonna call it lame. I just, I, I, yeah. I, I'm a little jaded when I feel like somebody's trying to play me. It's the difference of having one gold album and dropping an EP that goes silver versus adding those tracks to that gold album. Now that gold album gets more streams and now it's platinum. I hear you, but that shit annoys But like me. you said, you get the business behind it. I do. But it is what it is. I do. Um, like I said, my, my vibe of the week is coming from Rick Ross and Meek Mill. Their album is called Too Good To Be True. Um, and it's called Lyrical Easy. It's you can hear the sample from from. Don't say it. Okay, you'll hear it. Don't say it, and you'll understand why it's named that. But here it is, lyrical easy. Clock four peasy. This shit too easy. too easy. These fucking rap niggas be talking too greasy. Say smoke will run up on me, nigga. When you see me, see me. pussy. pussy. Murder on my mind. I've been up all night. Two bad bitches tryna fuck all night. Heard we was in a club, he had to duck all night. I told him catch him at the let, I shoot his truck on sight. <laughs> niggas ain't got it, niggas ain't bought it. Hundred cash, large black card in my pocket. Rose gold, Richie, I don't need a rocket. Brand new bitch, what? Cause I don't need to drive it, niggas. This I ain't responding, I'm like, y'all ain't even popping. Cause we been mobbing, flying private, different hours. And I ain't lying, I got this money shit to a science. Got your baby mama in the Bahamas, taking different and she wildin'. All that 42 get turned like thugging up. All that cash, we get real slimy, talk like thugging up. Niggas say they fuck with us, but we don't fuck with them. My youngin' get that chopper turn to Andre, he start drumming them. Grew up in the projects, jumping on the roof. Garbage bag full of When I heard that shit, I knew you was gonna like it. The moment I heard the, the piano, I was like, oh, but this, this is Marvin gonna fuck with this. You know why you felt that? Because it's the Jay Z sample. Hey, one, two. You know that breathe easy because it's called lyrical yeah. exercise. Breathe easy is like the other name for it. So when they put it together, I was like, damn, something keep drawing me to go listen to this song. I didn't know why. And then when I pressed play, I was like, oh, the, the, this is just lyrical easy for some reason triggered enough in my brain for me to be like, I'm going to make sure I listen to this one. Ah, I got you. But nah, man, I, I'm really enjoying that during that album. Are they saying a whole lot of like, Super deep things? No. And sometimes no, you don't need it's that. Just good music. Just good music. It's just, <laughs> just sounds really good. 100%. Um, Wayne and Two Chains rapping like it's early 2000s again. I fucking love it. Give me that. Um, I didn't add any of Andre 3000's album to this mixtape. It just wasn't. Um, the only time I want to hear flutes is like on a Jay Z, and Jay Z be like, Bring the flutes, guru. You know, you know, I the fact that they using that that beat in a in one of like a Chrysler commercial or some shit. I'm like, man, hip hop, man. Look how we look how we look how far we come. Yeah, our our generation have made it to the executive suite, so now we can say, hey, what song you want to put on this commercial? Hey, put that Jay Z on there, bro. I'm loving that. That's why I'm saying I'm gonna get some more tattoos because there was a time where it was like this is this is frowned upon, but now it's our generation with the tattoos who are in these seats. 
It's us. So now I know, I'm gonna go. I, I got some. I got some. Ta- I, I had some tattoo yeah, there's ideas. There's people in the boardroom with tattoos across the knuckles. Now we it's tattoo safe. Now you, long as you ain't getting nothing obscene, like you know, don't get murder, death, kill on your hand. But get a tattoo. One hundred percent. Now I did one of my one of my last projects in school was talking about recidivism. That's when people continue to go back to jail. And mm. my my the twist I put on it was how visible tattoos contribute to going back to jail. At the time, it did. I did that in 2019. <laughs> 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 the project was in 2019. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I used data from, from 19, all the, all of the, I used prison data because when you go into prison and the intake, they take a picture uh, and they document where you have tattoos. Um, right. And that data is available. You can just download it. So I downloaded that from state of Florida from 1900 to, I think it got it to like 2010 at the time. Wow. Um, a lot of data. Yeah. But it's- But then again, you're good I at the, Excel. I had so. the program. No, no. You can do this in Excel. This is, you have to use a special, it's a special economics type program. Um, you got to stop listening so your bosses be like, oh, you know how to use those programs too? We're going to make you do that. Bro, it's a lot of like, you you writing program to get it to do the things what? that you do. Economics. It was my favorite. It's probably my favorite class. Um, I'm weird. Um, but yeah. And it showed that if you had visible tattoos in your hands, face, neck, because I to me, all the other places you can cover up except for face, right. neck, hands. hands. Unless you're wearing a turtleneck. But I was like, the chance of somebody wearing a turtleneck in Florida, low, so I'm gonna consider it. And it was a lot higher. No, it makes sense because you're less likely to get a job. And if you're less likely to get a job, you're more likely a lot of to crime, do bullshit. Right. Most crimes are done out of a place of desperation. So now you're committing crimes only to make ends meet. You're not making these crimes. There's a few people out there that's even in position to do these crimes to become wealthy. Most people are doing these crimes just to make ends meet. 100%. You know who was the, the cover for like my, you know, that cover, the intro? To talk about recidivism and visible tattoos. And I had like this yeah. person's like all of their mugshots. And you saw every time they had a mugshot, they had more visible tattoos. Gucci man? Kodak Black. Really? Okay. That is interesting. Not wrong. Interesting. Not wrong. Not wrong. Um, but yeah. With that being said, I think we've given them much more than enough for being away for a week. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to bring to the table? Nah, we, we, hey, shout out to all my fam in Houston, all our fam in Houston, because they fuck with you too. It was a lovely time there. I look forward to next year. Hope y'all all doing well. See y'all soon. Yeah, I might, I might make it out there. For the, I hope you do. You are gonna have a blast for the friendsgiving part of it, not for the other things that no, Houston it was, made. That was friendsgiving weekend. We doing. All the shits, bro. It's well worth it. I was talking about the visuals of Houston, but we can move on from there. So, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs. Don't do that, too. This is another episode. This was another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, a podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we just chopped it up. I'm your co-host, Marvin Young Saint, and that Saint by blood, not relation. Y'all be chasing, he replay some. I like that. I'm going to start letting you do that. Um, 
I should not be taken lightly. I missed a heavy topic. The whole stay tripping and it's never tropic. International Marv, that's the handle. Charles Flex Xavier, Batman Beyond, Deion Slanders, Young Matches Malone, Petty Pendergrass, Flex Luthor, Pablo Flexcobar, The Bandalorian, a.k.a. Bando, Anakin Flywalker, Black Arat, Poppy Cuffington, Scotty Dripping, Patrick Mahoes, and He Who Complains. And the man to the right of me can only be. Nacho Man, Candy Savage, The Slim Reaper, The Serial Killer, Applejack, The Ripper, The Munch on Lunch, Lord of the Wings, Jabba in the Cut, The Wholesome Dude, Fat Boy Slim. It's not a dad bod, it's a father, father figure. figure. Gris and Gravy, Ron Swansong, Walter White Walker, Hordor Doorstopper, Chief Queef, The King of Crump, Your Highness, Air Sword Man, LeBrunch Jane, Chef Curry Chicken, Chill Jackson, The Slim Reaper, Because I'm Taking Spirits Under, The F and F and D, One Half of This P.O.D., He Is I and I Am Him, It's Frank, and We Just Chopped It Up. You can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. You can reach us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, you can reach me personally on Twitter and Instagram at I Can Only Be Frank. Where can they find you, Marv? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marvin X Adams. Before we go, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe because I know we get that extra day. You know, you get full. Usually, Thanksgiving isn't really the holiday where people get drunk and go places because, I mean, you usually eat and take a nap and you go to somewhere else's house, you eat, you might take a nap there, watch football. It's usually the, it's you know, a quieter of the holidays if you think about it. Yeah, but you know, I'm be honest with you. Now that I'm getting older, I don't like house hopping anymore. I just, give me one location. I got a two house maximum. I'll go. I got a two, I got a two house maximum. Y- yeah, I'm when we was younger... You know, we go to our family house, and then after like five or six, I want to. I want to go to man, your we house. Up. I want to go. I want to go to your house. house. Yeah, well, we want to see friends now. Doing our older, hey, let's pick one house. We all go chill there. I get there early, like I, I, it's I get there at three. I stay with y'all till eight. I just want to do one house. I ain't trying to do everybody house. You want to know why? I got these kids. I got to pack them in the That's car. That's why. Yeah, man. Because when it's just lot, you, bro. when it's just you. When you go to houses, I'm not going to eat at every house I go to. I'm going to leave. I might get something. I'm going to leave with a plate from every house yeah. I go to, but I might not eat at that house. My mom, we do oh. we do lunch around. We do lunch. We we do Thanksgiving around like three, so that people can go and do their thing. So by five, I'm out. I'm going to I'm going to Darren's house. I'm gonna go collect this. You know, his wife make the make. At least he make the fire tuna noodle salad. So I'm getting that. His mom make a bomb ass corn casserole. I'm doing that. Oh, they over here. They got the Popeye's fried chicken. I have never tried that. Let me try the fried turkey. <laughs> I'm going to try that over here. I'm going to go put that on my little yeah. bit. The first thing I do when I walk in the house after I, you know, say my hellos and pleasantries, they're like, oh, it's food in there. What I'm looking for? If they got the black people, just buy the to-go plates. Okay. Yeah, why are we? Why are people ain't doing that? Stop walking out the house with two plates and aluminum foil. Just bought her to. You know I'm not finna stay there more than twenty minutes. Cut it out. I just finna go hug a few people, show some love, crack a few jokes. Then I, I'm finna bounce. You know I'm not finna be here long. No, now, now you might catch me because y'all playing some spades. You might, you might catch me a little longer. But you know I gotta, I gotta hit the places I need to hit. Show my faces with the places where I need to show my face. Cause yeah. my plan is. By 8.30, 9 o'clock, home. I'm trying to be in my house. Car parked. I might surf the web on the phone, see all the good eats that y'all got, see all that nasty fucking food that some of y'all have. 
Yeah. And get on some deals. That's it. At this point, I don't got the itis. I'm tired. Like I don't. I ate heavy all day. I'm eating turkey, collard greens, stuffing, cornbread, rice. Nigga, I eat heavy. I'm sleepy, bro. I ain't trying to do shit. Thanksgiving is the one time the sides are the most important thing. And I need y'all to take your time on the sides. I understand the turkey got to cook for X amount of time. But to be honest with you, don't nobody want that dry ass bird. Hey, bro, I, I got to find that video and send it to you. I seen a young lady on Instagram make a turkey. My nigga, when she cut the turkey breast and squeezed it, juices came out. That was the best turkey I've ever seen. Nigga. She had this shit called a cheesecloth. She soaked that bitch in some like some juice she made and laid it over the turkey and baked that motherfucker. Bruh. Bruh. I got to find it. I got to send it to you, bro. No, send me that. Send me that. I'm just as serious about that as I'm serious about like cool little porn things you come across. No, no, no. We both. That's, that's why I fuck with you, Marvin, because you care about food just as much as I do. Okay. I'm going to send you something. Yeah. It Apparently, there's a porn star who has like a podcast. And in the middle of the podcast, he got his dick. So I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this happening? The other, the other co-host was like, I just want to apologize to our sponsors and the producers. But then it just, it just went down. Now it could have, it felt a little scenish. Like it felt like it had a director. <laughs> but in the middle of the show, as a podcaster, getting head while you podcasting, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, it's good content. No, I'm just gonna say I related. And I could put myself in them shoes. And I was like, when have we recorded? Okay, no, no, no. I didn't say I did. But what I'm saying is, you know, like sometimes you watch some of these scenarios, you'd be like, I can't see myself in this situation. Got you. I can see myself. So I didn't I didn't watch the whole video. (laughs) I didn't watch the whole video. Cause it's one because now all of a sudden they playing like full 30 minute videos on 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 Twitter for Uh, you know. Yeah. Go back to the so it was. It was like two minutes, 12 seconds. Two minutes, 20. To cut off. 220, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 220. There we go. But I don't know. They've been able to do it. I don't know. Whatever. But I did not Probably watch the full video. It. I saved it. Now I will send it to you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But yeah, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. We love y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Merch coming soon. Yes. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>